course, I'm going to direct you guys to hankstrange.com. That's the place you need to go to sign up for our email list. Lola shares deals on there. We send out uh, lots of information um, to you folks is on there, actually. So if you go look around in the Strangeaholics tab, there's a link of all the different places you can follow us, all the different uh, sites and platforms and all that that we're on. You can also support us over there by getting uh, some patches. So here's uh, two patches that we've had up here for a while, The basically the broadcasting patch and then this uh, laser blaster patch. But now, now there is the uh, 2020 was hell in a handbasket patch. And that is also up there, so um, and go there and support us. And I believe Lola is still sending out these stickers when you get stuff in that. So go check that out. Uh, we've got lots to get into here. So everyone stay right there. I'm going to load my guests up in. Let's see, we got Gorillas and Guns. we got Sanctuary Counties in here. Let's uh, smash the open and get into this. Welcome back. The Hanks All right, so situation. make sure you guys subscribe Lifestyle. to the channel here, smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. Let's see. Come on with the jazz hands, dudes. It's Friday. There you go. Everyone's doing jazz hands. And I hope you got your big girl panties on because it's going to be fun tonight. It's going to be fun. It's Friday. I missed the show yesterday. So first of all, I got to say uh, a million, million apologies. A million, million apologies to everyone. Um, I believe that I thought that we had put out stuff saying that we weren't going to be on and whatever. And I was out on the road uh, up to shenanigans. <laughs> so there was no way I was making it back. So I apologize for that. We're going to have a fun show. We'll try to like pack four hours into two hours tonight. No pressure. If that, yeah, if that's possible. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Walther Arms for sponsoring us and helping us to do this. Um, you know, if you guys are watching right now, please share this somewhere. Let friends, neighbors, whoever know about it that we're on here. This is podcast number 703. And uh, my guests are Noah from Sanctuary Counties. Noah, what's up, man? Hey, man, what's up? How's it going? It's going good. I've been busy working on these new maps and stuff. Uh, and following the uh, the sanctuary movement. Okay, awesome, man. I know you're doing a lot of work out there, and I and I've told the folks out here that we want to have you back on this year more and more. I think you're doing good stuff. I think you'd be a great resource for people out there, and I think I want to see the whole country become a sanctuary, which is kind of weird because we have a constitution. You uh, would think, Scott, right? Yeah, yeah. Scott, shout out to Scott Gorillas and Guns. It's weird that we have to have like sanctuaries for stuff that we already have, but I guess this is where we're going now. It's just how it is now. Yeah. So what's up? What's up, Scott? Gorillas and Guns. What's up, man? Uh, you know, same old, same old. Just living and breathing, and you know, trying to keep on top of things as much as I can. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening, so. And it, it's all happening pretty fast. Yeah. So just I trying know. to keep on top of it is uh, a job in itself. Absolutely. I understand that. Uh, I like that shirt that you're rocking there, by the way. Yeah, I got it from these uh, strange people. Yeah. Let's see that. It looks like a Fort Scott Munitions shirt right there. Very nice. Very nice. Gets Got some goodies in the mail. And then look. Check out. Look at look, look at Noah's shirt. Lot Lau. Yeah. Yeah. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. If you don't have it, you're not cool. You're actually not cool. I got the, what is it, electric boogaloo or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I think I told you last time that my wife saw the package. She was like, 
why are you buying Boogaloo crap? You know? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just the, name, it the design. <laughs> yeah, that's the original Boogaloo pattern right there that belonged to Magnum PI. That's the OG Boogaloo shirt right there. Do it. But uh, don't wear that and then go to any of these uh, 50 uh, rallies in the Capitol that the FBI is <laughs> setting up as a honeypot for people. I don't plan on going to any yeah, of those. Avoid that. <laughs> you know, you might get immediately immediately rushed into a black van, right? <laughs> G&G. Snatch you up. <laughs> Look, he's yeah. got Hawaiian stuff on. <laughs> yeah, then it's over for you. It's over for you. Um, yeah. So listen, we've got a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about sanctuary counties. We're going to talk about stuff going on with gorillas and guns here as well. I know the big news that was coming out uh, while we were, you know, right, I think, I don't know, I think that came out like about maybe an hour or so before we came on air is uh, NRA. <laughs> NRA back in the news. So uh, did you guys see this? You see the NRA stuff? Yeah. I saw that pop into my feed. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to read it all, but I, yeah. like I was saying earlier, I was thinking about putting on an NRA hat and uh, right. <laughs> just to uh, wish them well. So here we go. So um, I'll I'll share this. If you guys haven't seen it, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. But National Rifle Association files for bankruptcy, um, and this is this was on Fox 12, put out by the what Associated Press. We can't trust any of these people, but this kind of news, uh, whatever. Uh, Austin, Texas, the National Rifle Association, NRA, announced Friday it has filed for bankruptcy and will seek to incorporate the nation's most politically influential gun rights group in Texas instead of New York. The announcement made on the NRA's website comes months after New York Attorney General sued the organization over claims that top executives illegally diverted tens of millions of dollars for lavish personal trips, no-show contracts for associates, and other questionable expenditures. Um... Says the coronavirus pandemic has also upended the NRA, which last year laid off dozens of employees, canceled its national convention, and scuttled fundraising. Still, the NRA claimed uh, in announcing the move that the organization was in its strongest financial condition in years. Uh, and it said the NRA filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in a Dallas federal court. Uh, this is a quote, the move will enable long-term sustainable growth and ensure the NRA's continued success as the nation's leading advocate for constitutional freedom, free from the toxic political environment of New York. This is what they said in the statement. And also there was an email, which I know um, Crump, uh, if you guys follow John Crump on Crumpy.com, he uh, put out an email from, uh, you know, uh, from LaPierre, I guess, to supporters. I don't know if anyone saw that either. But let's start, let's start with this. Uh, Reactions to this: Gorillas and guns, uh, sanctuary counties. Anyone feel free to jump in here. <laughs> uh, well, I heard that they're doing filing the bankruptcy so they can get out of New York uh, mm -hmm. because of the harassment they've been receiving. They don't feel welcomed in New York. Well, to me, I think uh, if you want to be a true pro-gun organization or pro-anything organization, that's where you want to be. You want to be where the fight is going to be the hardest where they don't want you because that's where the fight is, you know, mm -hmm. and they're going to like, well, we're going to move it from New York and move it down to Texas where we have 400,000 plus members. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some things going on down in Texas, but it's not as you know, crucial as what's going on in New York. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that's kind of where I leave it. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think about that? 
what do you think about that, Noah? Well, um, I mean, I, you make a good point there, uh, Grills and Guns, but um, I, I would say that if they're actively trying to eliminate you, like eradicate your entire organization uh, financially through, uh, was it lawfare or whatnot, mm-hmm, that yeah. um, maybe you need to move your home base or whatever somewhere else and then project you know, your fight back into New York from somewhere where they can't get at you. I don't know. Right. That's just my rationalization, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, I haven't really looked too far into this other than what you just read, to be honest. I, I just I was busy working on the website all day. Yeah, right. Uh, doing the, the, the people's work, the real the real work that, I don't know, um, maybe some big massive organization with hundreds of millions of dollars should be doing. Huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder nice. if we could think of an organization. <laughs> that might want to get on that. <laughs> so um, here's, my, here's, my, here's my take on this, right? The NRA should have not been in New York for years now. How long has New York been anti-gun? So in terms of, um, I understand what you're saying, guerrillas and guns, that that's where the fight is. But why do they have to be organized there? That just opens them up to these kinds of attacks, right? So that's, that's maybe, I don't know if that's on their side, but for a long time I've been saying, why the hell are they in New York? Why, are they even, why do they even make themselves subject to this? But on the flip side of that, who told the NRA to be corrupt and waste the money and do all this stuff, right? So I think that um, I really wish that they were in trouble. For if you look at the letter that that he put out there, he's saying they've never been stronger. They've never had, you know, they've got money. It's just a strategic move, like G and G was saying, to get out of this New York thing. And so, okay, they're going to Texas, and I get that, but then does that mean now that they could keep taking, because they still have a lot of members and they're getting money. So I got a question about that. Mm -hmm. Um, As you mentioned just now, he's saying that, uh, you know, they're in great position, they're in great shape, got all this money. That doesn't seem like a very good argument when you're trying to file for bankruptcy, does it? Like, should you be keeping that under your belt? Does, Does bankruptcy just automatically happen? Or are they like, well, you just said you got all this cash, right? Yeah, I mean, and and the AG's not going to see that from New York. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're gunning for you over there. Yeah, absolutely. Shout yes. out to JP from Blue Rifle Society, by the way. I see him out there in the chat. Yeah, it's it's well, there's a lot of craziness going on here, and I don't really feel sorry for NRA. They did a lot of wrong things. They haven't really represented the people. I wish that the the lead the corrupt leaders there would just step down, step aside. Give the organization back to the people who really care about fighting for the Second Amendment. Um, they clearly did wrong stuff. Now, do I think that did New York go after them because they're the NRA? For sure. But if they were doing the right thing, they wouldn't have opened themselves to this in the first place. And if they were really out there fighting for the Second Amendment over all things, we would all be fully behind them. But how can we be behind them when it's undeniable? Like, they're not even denying that they did this stuff. They did it. You know? So, yeah, it's a mess, man. It's a mess, yeah. Yeah. And you know what's ironic? We probably need them now more than ever. Although it does seem like there's a lot more organizations stepping up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, there are. You're like, right. I'll be honest, before, uh, before you know, Democrats took control in uh, Virginia, I'd never even heard of Gun Owners of America. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I don't know. But now their name's out there to, for, to me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was never really politically active, active before they started trying to take my guns and make me a felon. Mm-hmm. So, 
Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I'm just curious since we're having this conversation. Is Two uh, A Sanctuaries is it a nonprofit? What's going on there? So um, actually, uh, I ended up creating an uh, LLC. Mm -hmm. um, so right now it's an LLC. I've been in touch with a lawyer, um, thinking about making it a 501c3, so that you know it's a nonprofit. So um, gonna that's that's in the works. Mm -hmm. gonna, I was, wasn't gonna announce it until it was ready. Thanks for uh, putting me on the spot. There. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Just to, you know, thoughts hit my brain and words come out. No, no, it's okay. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So right now it's a LLC, but we're gonna try. Okay. That make that a nonprofit so people could like donate if they want. Well, that's the reason why I'm asking, right? I mean, this is where money should be going to. I think there's still a lot of us very concerned about the Second Amendment and supporting organizations. And I'm glad that organizations like GOA, which has been around for a while, is getting stronger. And there's FPC and there's, you know, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of folks out there fighting and doing things, you know, individuals and all of that. But everyone could use the support it's it's weird. I don't think NRA's really lost a lot of members. There's a lot of us gun guys that are disenchanted with it. Am I am I wrong with this, or do they still have five million people from somewhere? I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think they've lost a whole bunch of members, uh, but they have lost some for sure. Because I know a lot of guys who say, "Well, once my membership runs out, I'm not signing back up." But a lot of them have also gotten a lifetime membership, mm -hmm. so they're going to be members, you know, straight on through. Um, yes, we need all the organizations that we can get on our side 100%. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the more voices we have out there, the better off we'll be, the more we can be heard. So, yeah, it, even if you disagree with them, it's still good to, you know, support them a little bit because they are still, you know, a voice in the dark. Mm -hmm. The NRA? Yeah, Okay. You know, any organization for that fact. I mean, as long as you know that they're trying to fight a little bit. See, my, my point of have, keeping the NRA around is because it seems like they're the biggest target of the government and, you know, and the leftists and the anti-gun. So let's let's let the, let's let them keep being attacked. So that way, all the other organizations can do what they got to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's like, <laughs> like in the movies when the guy gets one of the bad guys and uses him as a human shield. Right. So we're basically using the NRA. You take all the fire. Huh. I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to see how that strategy works out. Um, Thanks, NRA. Yeah, man. I think right now they could be doing a lot of stuff and shoring up a lot of spines in D.C., but they're not really doing that because they're dealing with all of this. And maybe, you know, this is just like one of those. This is, this is part of the formula of why we're seeing a lot of crap right now. I mean, I think they were not very present in the elections. You know, they're definitely not there keeping, um, you know, even the Republicans in line. And we're probably looking at a high potential here for gun legislation, not only passing through, you know, uh, Congress and the uh, Senate and Congress, but also like actually getting to a president's desk <laughs> that maybe get signed, mm -hmm. you know. So oh, yeah. I think we could have used them over the last couple of years, and they just created this. Of course, they're going to be a target. Everyone's a target, right? Yeah. You know, so uh, let's see what uh, uh, Elster's Rifles and Reloading says. NRA made their own bed. Love me some GOA. Um, uh, 42 Chilled says they don't want gun control to go away or to go away. Their way to fundraise and junk mail you, the sky's falling. Yeah, they're still they're still hitting us up. 
Uh, Pitchlock says NRA equals meat shield. I kind of like, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, lots well, of people uh, are liking that. Lots of people are liking that. I will say, um, I don't know if NRA is going to be able to junk mail you much longer if they uh, go the way of uh, parlor or whatnot uh, and end up getting, getting a, I mean, we all got to start worrying about that now, right? Have our platform just taken out from under us. Now, but here's one of the things that goes to, to Gorillas and Guns' argument here, right? NRA is um, a uh, not just a not-for-profit organization. It's a civil rights group. Mm-hmm. So them pulling that junk on a civil rights group versus Parler that's a that's a, a corporation, two different things. Now, I don't believe that what happened to Parler is uh, I don't like that. You know, and I think it's there's definitely multiple violations going on there. But see, no one really messes with NRA like this because it's a civil rights group. Nobody wants those lawsuits. The the NRA themselves know that they will make money from those people fighting those lawsuits because of their status as a civil rights group. And that's why even we see them like remember YouTube wasn't allowing any gun advertising, but we will see the NRA advertising. You yeah. know, so this does go to what, uh, you know, what Gorillas and Guns was saying. I'm not saying that he's a genius. <laughs> Might have been some extra uh, vitamins or some, on YouTube. <laughs> some extra vitamins in those bananas or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I am drinking the vitamin water, too. So, you know, oh, maybe well, OK. <laughs> yeah. The brain. Yeah. Function. But it makes it it makes it more difficult, I think, to go after them because of that status. But I think also that's why New York and other places are trying to pull that status down. You know, um, I think, yeah. Uh, let's see. El- Elster says NRA needs to spend less money on duffel bags and more money on freedom. <laughs> less money on Wayne suits. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't. You know, if you, I don't know, man. We've talked about this so much, right? This is just another chapter along the way. I really think they're still good, and I think they have a lot of money, and yeah. they're going to come out on the other side of this. Because at the end of the day, the people, most of the, the this, there's a massive amount of gun people that are just not informed, even up till now, of what's really right. going on. Um, well, uh, you know, just to go back to it, like he was saying, he never heard of the GOA until the whole two A sanctuary thing mm-hmm. came. up. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of people out there who haven't heard of the GOA, and they're like, "Well, the NRA—that's our only option." Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. you know, shove the money into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I'm like, "Well, no, there's more than just the the NRA out there, you know." And I'll bring up the GOA because I I really like the GOA. I support them a lot. Um, so I really push them as much as I can mm-hmm. uh, to people throughout the country because it's a national organization. But, you know, there's a lot of small organizations within everybody's states, too, that, you know, people need to look at as well, um, because those those are the little vertebrae of the backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. VCDL. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. There are a lot of different organizations and people that are doing things and fighting. And really, it's what NRA should have been doing. But I think they just did this thing where they were trying to like have ownership over everything. And a better strategy for them back when they decided to do the whole NRA TV thing and, and waste hundreds of millions of dollars would have been to f- identify the folks out there already doing things and help support them. That's what the folks on the other side do. That's what uh, Bloomberg does. Right. Yep. 
Soros, that's what those guys are doing. They identify organizations out there fighting us all the time. And they're like, hey, we want to make sure we keep you going. We'll get you lawyers. We'll get, what do you need? Money? You need offices? <laughs> you need this thing? The NRA instead try to own people. But if they would have gone the other route and supported folks out there, then what would have happened is even when they came under attack, right, a lot of people would say, hey, these guys have been doing the right thing by us. We're going to stand behind them now. The problem is, it's the opposite situation. We know they haven't been doing the right thing. And then we get to see now what they did with all this money, you know, and, and the, the money in NRA TV was just totally just a, just flushed, you know. And here we are where people, they, there's so many things they could have done. They could have supported like uh, better platforms for folks like us, all kinds of things. And they just didn't do it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I it's it's a tough thing to think about because there are things that we still need them for. But there could I be uh, yeah. some money uh, to be made in the um, uh, gun website hosting business. Uh, holler at ar15.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a lot of freedom stuff. I mean, I think right now Parler is really. Um, I think they said I've seen them say that they have they've found people to be the servers, but Parler's not back up. Uh, I know I saw an interview that uh, Bongino did with uh, Glenn Beck on The Blaze, and he was like, I'll go broke <laughs> trying to do yeah. this. Yeah, I was telling uh, Lola earlier that uh, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I wanted to share this link out to uh, my folks on Parler. Um, I had 29,000 followers there. And wow, 29,000? Yeah, I've been working hard, man. <laughs> yeah, man, you were doing it. You so, were pioneering over on Parler. Yeah, now it's all down the tube for, for now. Let's yeah, for back. now. Maybe it'll come back. So do you have backups other than Parler? Are you in other places? Are you on Minds or anything like that? I, you know, I heard you guys talking about Minds on, mm-hmm. on the other show. Um, it was a couple of days ago. I mm-hmm. can't remember who was, who was on. And I haven't had a chance to check those out yet. Um, I yeah. definitely set up on MeWe. I think I sent you a link. Yeah, I think um, I set up. A, um, I actually set up, started setting up on MeWe mm-hmm. because um, uh so when we were doing this 2A Sanctuary stuff, um, we were just getting started out. A lot of it happened in um, these Facebook groups called uh, two, um, like Virginia for 2A Sanctuaries, um, Michigan for 2A Sanctuaries, Georgia for 2A Sanctuaries, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky United. They had to be different for some reason. But uh, they, we had all these groups, right? And then um, they, I noticed that um, every now and then like I would log in and, and another group would be gone. Mm-hmm. And another one. And so like Michigan, 90,000 or yeah, I think it was like 100,000 people gone. They shut mm-hmm. it down. Um, Kentucky United had like 90,000 people gone. They shut it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what was going on here? And I think I mean, my assumption is that what they thought, what they realized is that we were being too effective um, by being able to organize in these groups on platforms that had massive numbers of, of people. Um, that they they had to they had to come up with reasons to shut us down. So I think the Michigan one was you know I don't know they the the group that was gonna do whatever with the Michigan governor. I don't even want to say it, mm-hmm. <laughs> get you flagged or something. But uh, those crazy guys, um, I think they used that as a pretext to uh, to shut that group down. Um, and Michigan was doing crazy. They were doing really good, like flipping counties left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next thing you know, gone. And their admins booted. Their mm-hmm. lifetimes worth of photos and, and videos and everything gone. Like they were banned from the from the platform. Also, I worked with um, um, Wisconsin Grandsons of uh, Liberty mm-hmm. and um, Tim. Uh, 
yeah, Tim over there at Wisconsin Grandsons of Liberty, he he emailed me and he told me that they completely deplatformed him. He had their main page, they had county pages, county level pages, and they've been working hard to get um, Second Amendment sanctuary um, counties over there as well, and all of them gone. Um, they completely deplatformed them. So I decided that since they were trying to make it so that we can't organize and we can't, you know, um, make, come up with plans and and, and get people involved. Um, on Facebook anymore. I decided to go ahead and set something up on another platform. The only one that I could find that at the time had groups was MeWe. I was looking forward to setting up um, something on Parler uh, in January. <laughs> right about now, they were, they should have been launching their Dens feature on Parler, uh, and I was just waiting for that. I was I was gonna I was gonna get my two A Sanctuary Counties groups. Yeah, you and, were gonna uh, go to to three hundred thousand or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, then you know, of course, uh, you know. They had to go ahead and shut that down too. So now, hopefully, they'll be able to get it back up and I'll be able to get in there. But for now, I got that link in the chat if you want to share it. Um, okay. I can probably uh, let me see which one of but them is it. Uh, I know. It's, 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 Facebook is censoring Second Amendment. Okay. Uh, sanctuary yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. I will share it with the folks out there right now. Um, and actually, let me put it up on the screen so you guys could see it here. There you go. Uh, Facebook is censoring Second Amendment sanctuary groups. We built new ones. So here you go. It's talking about MeWe, which a lot of people have been talking about. I haven't had time to really dig in uh, to, to MeWe, but I, I will. Yeah. Um, Actually, just so you know, um, and I tried I tried to get on Gab as well. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so far, MeWe has been the platform that is uh, the most stable through all yep. of this. Um, they've actually been around since, uh, I believe, 2012. Um, so, you know, the, yeah. it, it, it works we, and we got a couple hundred people in there. We um, need to do multiple things. Right. And one of the things I think we need to do is like, and, and I've been saying this for a while and the way that I do it. Okay. It's a chore to do social media, gorillas and guns. I don't know. Do you do social media outside of YouTube? Uh, yeah, I got a, a Facebook group and, okay. you know, that's really about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I really don't have a lot of time for much uh, now okay. with the gunsmithing school right. and working nine to five job, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to start gradually going over to some other platforms and mm -hmm. trying to open up some more lines of communication there. Yeah. So there's a multiple things going on here. Let's start with this. There's people who have gotten um, deplatformed across the board. They ran this mm -hmm. experiment with uh, Alex Jones and you know, all that kind of stuff, right? And they, they, they canceled him across the board. So it doesn't mean you can't be canceled across the board, but you probably need to get on as many things as you can, you know, and it's, it's really not as difficult as people think. Everything works a little differently. The way that I do it is I have a note on my phone and I write out whatever I'm gonna post. I compose that thing, make the photo or whatever. And then I just copy and paste that into everywhere, you know? And I think that's probably the best way to go about it because you're going to rely on building up one thing and then that's going to get knocked out. If they're going to come at you and knock out everything, okay, my backup to that is you need to have a .com. Obviously, there's sanctuarycounties.com that people could go to. Um, you know, so uh, I think that that's, that's a start. The, the other thing that I've done um, is there's email lists. I think that's another place you could go to, but they could, they could knock out your .com. You could move it. 
someone can refuse to host your email list, you can move it, right? These are all businesses that pro-freedom people need to get into. The other thing after that, I have like a phone number that people can directly communicate with me. I know that doesn't necessarily work for what folks out there are doing. And then I would be looking for the things that are on um, blockchain because those tend to be more free and more, and more difficult for them to take down. So Mind, I think, is one of those. And it works great. You could put up links. Um, if, if Let me see. I'll run Mind in here. I'm not trying to, you know, super promote Mind or whatever. I think I've seen a lot of people going over there and following me on Mind. And it looks like a light bulb. So if you take a look at it here, it looks like a light bulb. You can, um, you can go in here. Like I just posted, this is for... This particular thing that we're doing here, I'm at Real Hank Strange on Minds, and you can just flip through there. There's a lot of people. The quartering is on there, you know, um, and there's other people you can follow, whoever you want to. You can post these links, put up videos, do all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of different things on there, right? And I think that that to me is not bad. I found out about Minds because the founder was on Joe Rogan. And he was talking about this kind of stuff and they were talking about Twitter and the kind of things going on with Twitter. So we saw like Twitter deplatformed. I know everyone already knows this, but Twitter uh, completely banned uh, President Trump when he was 88 million followers on Twitter approaching 90 million. Okay, so just think about that for a second. Um, And then there's this uh, awesomeness not really awesomeness, but nonsense that came out from Twitter. And I'm going to share it with everyone right now up on the screen. If you guys could take a look at this. This is from um, Twitter Public Policy. And the person who told me about this is actually uh, Jonathan this, uh, Arms List. Huh? I remember seeing this. This is amazing. Yeah. So Twitter Public Policy posted on the uh, on uh, 73020, Protecting uh, the open internet is a key objective for Twitter. It's why we exist. There are two key areas to consider. One, avoid entrenching the dominance of the biggest players by protecting competition. Two, focus on how content is discovered and amplified um, less on removal alone. Okay, and then Twitter goes on to say, ahead of the Uga- this is uh, two days ago, ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing uh, reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media messaging apps. We strongly condemn internet shutdowns. <laughs> so the, the, these people are, you know, it's a game. And I saw Tim Pool saying this today. It's just, they're just evil. They're just going to straight up lie to you, but at the same time beat you and abuse you and kick you in the stomach when you're down kind of a thing. Yeah. So what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander. Yeah. Yeah. So I think facing all of this kind of, and, and this has been going on for a long time. And I think when back when these guys were having this conversation, this was the direction it was going in. What's amazing. We must not have people who believe in freedom, who believe in the Constitution or who believe in guns, as, as an example, because that's specifically what we talk about. We probably don't have any w- rich people who believe that. There's no well, entrepreneurs out there who believe that, right? There should be. But uh, I was going to say these uh, rich people like uh, you know uh, Zuckerberg and Dorsey and whatnot, like they, they can hire people to do their self-protection for them. So. Yeah. Um, and they're, they own the platform, so they got freedom yeah. of speech too. So, I mean, you know. My my understanding from talking to people that know Zuckerberg is he actually has guns. Well, what do you know? Yeah. So, 
He's into oh, it. Oh, yeah, they're all hypocrites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who feel like they're the special ones that can have that stuff and not other people. Or ultimately, look, maybe ultimately he's doing what he's doing because he doesn't want to lose money, right? Well, yeah. that's a bad plan if you're talking about uh, um, Facebook and Twitter because didn't they lose like $51 billion worth of stock price uh, in the past like week that's or so? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm not sure how true that is. If you if you type in uh, on Google Twitter stock right now, you can just see like uh, is it what dropping? It's like yeah, let's take a look yeah. at it. Let's. Uh, oh, it's down. It was at like 54 per share, and now it's at like 45, 18. Let's see. Uh, Twitter. Twitter stock. Okay. Uh, we're using the Google. I know the evil machine. I know I, the oh, evil. Yeah. You got to duck, duck, go it. Or, or maybe I know, I know. Too late, too late, too late. Yeah. Yeah, look okay. at the one month, if you can. Look at one month out. Okay, so yeah, I know it was down 1.3%. Uh, I guess that's today's thing. Yeah, oh, it's down a lot. Yeah, so the month, yeah, it went from 55 down to like somewhere like 45 or something like that. So about 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious. To me, like my question was, where the hell are their um, stockholders? Like, isn't it their job to make money? This They're not doing a good job of that right now. Uh, clearly, kicking the you know the president of the United States off your platform isn't a good financial move. Mm. Yeah, I, look at that. Oh, my gosh. I think there's a lot of people in America that are still going along with this. I think there's a lot of people in America don't, that don't understand where this is going. What, what, do you, what do you guys think? Well, personally, um, you know, as I, as I said... Uh, I already had 29,000 followers on uh, Parler, and, and I've heard everybody's making the same argument like, you know, you tell us to go do our own thing, we go do our own thing, and, and then you pull that out from under us too. So it's like, you know, what else do you expect us to do? Like, we would have debated you on your own platforms, but you shut that down. So we wanted to go to our own platform so that we could, uh, you know, debate amongst ourselves, if nothing else, mm-hmm. and you shut that down too. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be no more debate. Is that is that the plan? And then what's next? Uh, I would say exactly, right? <laughs> right. They, they only want their information to get out and nobody else's. Uh, <clears throat> it's, it's a systematic programming, if you will, of the people of this country. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, we had a little roundtable discussion a, f- a few nights back with uh, John Crump, and we were talking about a civil war. You know, right now, yes, we're, we're kind of like in the midst of kind of like a uh, just a talking civil war, you know, because everybody in the country's bickering back and forth. You know, he said, she said, this group, that group, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's all it is really is just blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of what they want. They want us to all be blah, blah, blah. So we will have our attention focused there while they sit there and feed us all this information and constantly repeat themselves over and over and over again until people on a subconscious level are programmed. Even people who don't believe that they're programmed are getting programmed on that subconscious level. So uh, I watched this video where this guy was talking about how this is how the communists usher in communism into a country. They get everybody, um, they, they pick a group, like, like say a minority group, 
and they they keep them down and but they want to offer them all these promises and everything else that they're never going to give them so that way they get them angry and then they start fighting against amongst people and amongst themselves and then we get the you know the governments and then the censoring and everything else and then 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 they bring it in under the promise of you know socialism but socialism is just communism in disguise really Mm -hmm. so this this is what they're doing now that we have this uh one party majority and all this censoring going on and you know the politicians aren't doing anything to speak up against it because they're kind of endorsing it you know saying yeah that's a good thing you know because it's they're inciting things everybody's inciting things right now you know that that's that's the mind games they're playing to help program the people into wanting more government wanting government help asking the government for this Mm -hmm. so the government just keeps growing and growing and growing and then finally bam there you have it it's you know a communist nation Mm -hmm. Did you see what they're doing in Florida, uh, potentially, or what they're thinking about doing in Florida to uh, the tech giants? No. They were uh, they were talking about um, somebody requested that Ron De- Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. um, divest all um, all money from uh, all Florida's money from investments um, from any investments in mm-hmm. those big uh, in Apple, Google, um, Facebook, Twitter, like all anyone that was involved in that stuff. They were, mm-hmm. they were asking if they can divest from those. And I'm like, That's isn't that isn't that the liberals move, right? But I mean, you know, I guess uh, we were just talking about good for the goose and the gander. But well, I mean, you know, if you're going like, to fight, that's kind of like BDS right there. <laughs> well, honestly, if you look, if you're going to fight, you need to fight for win to win, right? Mm. You know, like you can't fight a fight like okay, let's go the Marquis of Roxbury rule, whatever the hell. What is that thing called? What is it? <laughs> Queensbury. Queensbury. <laughs> yeah, let's go those rules or whatever. And then the person just pulls out a club and knocks you upside the head right you need to fight to win it's like you need to fight like it's a like it's a street fight where there are no rules except survive oh i'm down with that i'm you know i'm for it but uh, i just i was like it's in many ways it seems that we um are adopting their methods and fighting back with their own it's like how do you like it you know How'd you like that? Yeah. It's not so cool. Well, if, it, if if it's cool, if this is what it is to do. Now, of course, they're not going to say it's it's cool to do. That's what Twitter, that thing yeah, we just no, showed from Twitter. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's not cool to do, but we're going to do it, though. Yeah. Why are you deplatforming us? That's yeah. so mean. I, I'm, I did not see that news from Florida. Uh, I'm glad that you brought it to my attention. Um, you know, what I would... I think it might be a good move for states like Florida and other states looking at what's happening to actually invest in freedom shit. So if I was Florida, I would say, hey, this is, uh, you know, Amazon has all these servers. How come we don't have servers here? And and mm-hmm. how come we don't go set up servers in Florida and then, you know, let freedom stuff use our servers? How about that? We can make money. This is an opportunity for states like like that are more free. I don't want to say Florida's, you know. Florida is always fighting uh, socialism and communism, like Carlos and guys was talking about. But this is a, a, an opportunity for those states to to become wealthy by doing the right thing, you know, and move away from this nonsense. Maybe if not, like actually separate out from the union, <laughs> separate mm-hmm. the finances from the union. Texas now look, if, if it's hot and humid somewhere, I don't think it's really easy to set up servers. Yeah. You know, it's a downside. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a downside, but uh, there, there's got to be some way to figure it out. You know, and then maybe they can work with guys like 
I don't know. Should I say it? Elon Musk? Yeah. yeah Figure it out. We can launch. We can launch uh, rockets into space. Bring them back down. Land them. You know, we could probably figure out how to offer, you know, uh, solutions for these kinds of problems on a mass scale and then make the money out of it, mm. you know, and then take care of the people of the state. I think t things like this are the new oil, right? We've got states around mm. the country that are very wealthy because of oil and are able to do more for the states and the citizens of that state. And this may be one of the ways that people could do it, but I don't know if anyone's gonna. Um... Well, um, I would say uh, Dan Bongino has been talking about um, what basically we have to set up parallel economies. Mm -hmm. um, and as you're seeing, you know, from from the app store to, you know, your hosting, like what was it, AR-15 there, uh, GoDaddy, kick them out, um, to your servers that you're on, Amazon Web Service, um, to unfortunately now the ISP level. Mm -hmm. um, there was some ISP, I think in Idaho, or I can't remember exactly where, but they're like, hey, yeah, we're gonna block Facebook and Twitter because mm -hmm. of their censorship. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm with you, but that's a bad precedent because mm -hmm. <laughs> what if they do that to us too? So mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's like, it's almost like we need to build our own damn internet and mm -hmm. it sucks. Yeah. By the way, I mean, if I had someone over at the Blaze to talk to me, I would say to them, uh, you know, before Bongino was talking about that, there's this crazy dude uh, with a mohawk that's been saying we need to have our own ecosystem. And everyone's like, are you talking about some tree hugging stuff? <laughs> you know, what does that mean, our own ecosystem? <laughs> are you saying that somebody called that? Yeah. Like I don't know. Some know. crazy maniac has been running around saying we need to have our own ecosystem, but I don't know what's wrong with that well, guy. <laughs> someone ought to get on that. Yeah. Sure. Very strange. Very strange. Very, yeah. <laughs> Total <laughs> nutcase is what I would say. <laughs> Flying Rich says Dan Bongino rocks. I like him. Yeah. I, I like Dan Bongino, too. It's just, I don't know, man. If I was the guy that if if I was doing this stuff, I think I would have done it a little bit differently, but I'm not doing it. One of the one of the things that goes on here is that you have to be able to get the ear of the people that are able to do these things. And it's a very difficult uh, situation to do that sometimes because a lot of these people don't believe stuff until it happens. And I think that they're doing a good thing. Right. And kudos to them with Parler. But if they didn't see this coming and they didn't make plans for it, I don't know what to say. Well, I mean, the writing was already on the wall. I mean, you already saw mm -hmm. they did the same exact thing to Gab, and mm -hmm. they, they they called them like the uh, the place where the Nazis and all the crazy right wing mm -hmm. terrorists or whatever are are over there planning all their stuff. And so they deplatformed Gab to begin with. I mean, mm -hmm. they they had to deal with this, and it's like, guys, you didn't see this coming. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> they did this thing before. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was always coming. I think that they just didn't expect to get so caught out. Um. And look, at the end of the day, it's not right. But we're living in a world, we're living in a country where lots of stuff that's not right is going on. And I think mm -hmm. the likelihood of Parler, even if this goes all the way to the Supreme Court and getting relief, is very low. You know, that's the unfortunate thing. So it's going to take them a lot longer to get to where we're at and realize that. Now, obviously, they're saying, oh, we need to have our own things and do that. So look, it's a, I guess it's, it's moving in the right direction. You know, moving in the right direction there. Well, so people's eyes I, are open now. Maybe. <laughs> I What's don't know. Um, James Miller says, absolutely, Hank, you don't host your business or website on the enemy servers. Well, I get why you do it, but you should expect it's coming at you. 
Right. You know, I understand why they did it, um, but they should. Exp- I mean, and those guys just easily let them go do it because they're like, yeah, we can easily pull the plug on them like that. Their lawyers didn't even stand by them. Well, you obviously had the wrong lawyers. Hmm. You didn't have some lawyers that were patriots. That might be the first thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got to be careful even with lawyers. I mean, everybody can be bought and sold, you know, True. when it comes to stuff like that. If there's enough money thrown at them, you know, people get easily tempted by that. What's wrong with I you, you crazy man? Why are you talking truth and logic and stuff like that? I didn't even think of that. That's some shady stuff. <laughs> but that's what happened to them, right? Well, someone someone made a deal with their lawyers and their lawyers like, mm, these guys just hired us, so conflict of interest, you're out. Yep. You know? That, oh, I yeah. think about that. Yeah. This, I don't know that that's that how that it goes down. That's, awesome. that's how it goes down. I've seen it happen in the music business and stuff like that before, so... Um, okay, let's see. I think we, we I don't know if, if there's any other thoughts on this or folks out there have any other thoughts. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to bring up real quick here. Did you guys hear about the liberal Utah activist that got uh, caught up in in the Capitol, in the Capitol oh, yeah. situation, even though that was supposed to be all Trumpers? Yep. You guys. Oh, it wasn't yeah. all Trumpers. Supposedly, no. he just followed them in like. Trying to wonder, oh, what are these guys doing? Yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Those guys just Wait, get on the inside. Well, this guy's been protesting everywhere and causing trouble, by the way. Right. But yet, with the Trump inside, hat, right? he was overheard saying, let's burn it all down. Let's burn it down. You know? He did it. He did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just those Trumpers out there. Yeah. yeah. So here's the headline. Utah activist who filmed Capitol shooting booked into jail. A Utah activist who filmed the fatal shooting of a California Trump supporter during the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol last week was arrested Thursday, according to authorities. John Sullivan, a self-described journalist and liberal activist, released footage to the FBI that showed him entering the Capitol on January 6th, roaming the building. According to arrest documents, he was charged with civil disorder, violent entry or disorderly conduct, and entering a restricted building or grounds. Um, And then his footage also included uh, when the Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt of San Diego was shot by Capitol Police. Um... In one video, Sullivan could be heard cheering on the crowd as they broke through the uh, final barricade before the Capitol and saying, we did this together. We are all part of history. Um, Mm. And at least two encounters. Yeah. And at least two encounters, Sullivan could be heard telling officers to stand down so they don't get hurt and saying the people have spoken. Well, and then uh, there's a lot of articles I saw on this saying this is the only one. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, these guys are going to, you know, the guys on the right are going to say, oh, see, we told you Antifa got in here or whatever. And this is the only person. That's not true. There's uh-huh. there's more people who did this. And I challenge anyone to look at the footage of the Trump rally and who were the people there at the Trump rally and then look at what happened when everything went wrong. The people at the Trump, there's how, how do you think that at the Trump rally, the Secret Service would allow a whole bunch of people there with masks on in terms of like people who were trying to definitely like geared up to go fight something and all that? How, how, why do you think they would allow that? It didn't happen. Then everything flipped around and you could see all the guys up front came there ready for something. You know, and of course they got their whole plan was to get uh, the Trumpers involved in all this and push Mm -hmm. them out there and then do these things. And this is not going to be the only guy like that in this situation. So that's why you can't be going to them rallies uh, 
on yeah. inauguration day. It's yeah. just we they we've already seen they want to trap us. It's right. Oh, not yeah. worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, you get a few people to go into the crowd to instigate the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. because the the mob mentality really takes over people when something happens and your adrenaline starts pumping. You, mm-hmm. you don't really tend to think too well at, at those points. And then these people are pushing through and you think that they're they're part of you or they're with you. So all of a sudden you're caught up in the moment and you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's how they get a lot of these things to start, all these riots and things like that to start. Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes a few instigators. You know, a person by themselves normally usually is pretty smart and can have logic and some reasoning but you get a mass of people together and they're a bunch of dumb animals you know Mm -hmm. also if you got people basically hurting you in there from behind Mm -hmm. like where where else are you gonna go you're in it yeah you're dumb enough to get up front and now you're in it yeah when i spoke i spoke to someone who was up there he was sending me pictures and video through that whole thing um the beginning was not what happened in the end and when he and he was out there with his family so when he realized what was going on, he got out of there, you right. know, and that's what a lot of people did. And yes, they are. I, without a doubt, there's going to be some I get it. Right. And I, for the most part, don't have a problem with those people doing things except, uh, you know, starting the violence, breaking things, burning stuff like whatever went wrong there. I'm not necessarily with that. I'm not saying there's not a time for that. I don't think this was the time. I think this was just people being manipulated and manipulated mm-hmm. to a great end, you know, um, because it's not it's it's not accidental that this happened when Trump did this thing. And it's also okay. not accidental that all these people on the right, like, flipped on him. Go ahead. So what's the best way to hide something? Right out in the open. Right. <laughs> yeah. So how much uh, how much you want to bet that guy gets let go because of COVID? Um, <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> of people that's involved here if they really do something. But you can tell, you can look when you saw all those guys out there with real, not just I'm not talking about masks like COVID masks. I'm talking yeah. about people that were out there with freaking uh, you know the V from Vendetta mask, the, um, guy, the Fox. guy Fox masks, and all that kind of stuff, right? Those guys came there to do that, and then all these corporations were already ready to 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 um, to go after people. Funny thing is, last year when cities and stuff like that were getting burned down, all the corporations were saying Black Lives Matter. We we're, we're with you, right? Mm-hmm. Now they've kind of flipped that, you know. So I think a lot of people see this, uh, you know. Um, yeah, as Lola just said, hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They jump on the bandwagon because they're like, "Oh yeah, well this this is the thing that's happening right now," and they're they're really truly making people believe that it's a great movement for a good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's jump on that bandwagon so we can exploit it and make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Okay, so let me ask Sanctuary Counties. You're here. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got gorillas and guns here as well, obviously. Um, you know, what would you like to talk about? I know there's been a lot of things going on with you. Um, let's, you know, we'll switch around here. Since it's Friday, a whole bunch of stuff going on out there. What is the major stuff you would like us to know since the last time you were here? I know I've got a bunch of articles in front of me here. Sure. Um, well, the first thing is that um, we just published a, our most recent um, Second Amendment Sanctuary Counties map for um, mm-hmm. January 15th, 2021. So I had to check my calendar because I 
And yeah, I'm throwing that up right now. That's on the screen right now as you're speaking. Thank you. Yeah. And um, so one thing I would uh, point out is that, and I, and I made a note of this in the um, in the article, is that um, one of the biggest impediments to this, and it, you know, I call it a movement. It is a movement. I mean, it's it moved across one third of the country, which mm-hmm. that's a fact that a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows uh, Cam Edwards, please. Mm-hmm inform him that we're over 1100 uh, counties now and mm-hmm. he seems to think it's like 400 so um, the I mean the biggest impediment to this movement was these COVID lockdowns mm-hmm. um, because and as I mentioned to you and I sent you I believe a link to another article mm-hmm. um, back when we were meeting in person um, we were bringing thousands thousands of people mm-hmm. to the party basically and I don't know if you've ever been to a board of supervisors meeting but they don't know what it's like to see a thousand people, mm-hmm. two thousand people, three thousand people outside the building. They're they're not used to that. Mm-hmm. So if you want to like let them know, hey, this we actually mean this. Um, it's time to start going back to these to these board meetings and putting some pressure on. Um, another thing that I and I noted this in the article, um, they are taking the Second Amendment sanctuary movement and they are adapting it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And oh, I see you have the uh, the article up. Um, you guys should check that out, that um, link right there. I don't know if you put it out, but um, oh, here I'll uh, throw it. Out. I'll put it in the. Uh, I'm going to put it in the chat right now for folks out there. And I would encourage everyone. We've got over a hundred people hanging out with us right now in the chat. Smash those thumbs up, guys. That's going to help us uh, fight this algorithm that we're all dealing with, including us here. So lots of people yeah. watching, hopefully enjoying. If you're hating, smash the thumbs downs. Little secret that helps us too. But uh, I, so, just, I just shared that up there. Thanks. I wanted to show you guys that. I wanted to give you guys an example because I think um, we might have – because they've been shutting down all these groups and people have lost their photos. They, they don't have them anymore. But I think what's being lost is the fact that these were massive um, turnouts. Mm-hmm. It was bonkers. Uh, you had like um, get, like county um, court uh, – courtrooms packed you had gymnasiums packed you had parking lots packed um in my county like the entire parking lot Mm -hmm. um was packed we had over 1500 people i think close to 1500 and um one of the benefits of that is that you go out there um you got all these people there guess when is a great time to get people registered to vote Mm -hmm. guess when's a great time to get petitions signed Mm -hmm. you want to you know recall you know (laughs) recall somebody maybe a governor now's a good time to get that signed Mm -hmm. um you know, you can actually get people activated at these move, at these meetings, um, and so I really think that it's time for people to get back into these board uh, boardroom meetings. And as I was talking about earlier, if they can, um, if Cuomo is going to start talking about open up opening New York back up, if if the Chicago, um, you know, if Chicago is going to start talking about um, bringing the kid or the teachers back in classes, like we need to get back into these meetings. Um, we let it fall. Um, partly because of the COVID lockdowns, the social distancing and max occupancy restrictions, but also because, um, you know, they, they, they went to, uh, they went to zoom meetings and stuff and like, you know, it's hard to like go there and speak, um, mm-hmm. and actually show them, you know, if you don't see like a thousand people waiting outside your zoom call, it's, it's just a different, uh, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And before you, um, Oh, Hey, I see you got that, uh, um, yeah, I'm working. Article. I'm working it right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I just submitted <laughs> I'm working a roll in here. The other day, uh, in the Minutemen uh, Minutemen Speakeasy group on Facebook, mm-hmm. is still there, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Horowitz, that's his um, private group there, mm-hmm. and he put out the call. Hey, let's start finding these constitutional sanctuaries. And this is something that I was alluding to a minute ago. Mm-hmm. The fact is that um, 
people have found out about Second Amendment sanctuaries and they're like, hey, remember how we did that one thing with the 2A? Why don't we do it with these COVID lockdowns? Why don't we, you know, why, why don't we do it for these mask mandates? Why don't we do it for, you know, for our businesses being shut down? And they're, they're starting to pass something called um, constitutional sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, Daniel Horowitz from The Blaze, he actually wrote an article not too long ago um, about it. It was yesterday. He published it and he actually linked to our website, which was awesome. Yeah, um, I'm going to throw that up there right now. Yeah. And um, he's calling for uh, an increase in um, or growth of the constitutional sanctuary movement, basically the same as the Second Amendment sanctuary, but mm-hmm. for the entire Constitution. Because, I mean, back when we started this um, for 2A, we were worried about them, you know, um, trampling on our Second Amendment rights. Well, what rights haven't they trampled on since this thing whole start, this whole thing started, mm-hmm. right? And so now um, he's like, no, we, we need to protect the entire Constitution um, at this point. The entire Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. because they they've taken they've taken it like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that I wanted to point out is um, so they've been passing um, these sanctuaries for the Constitution, so constitutional sanctuaries. They've also been passing uh, sanctuaries for uh, businesses, mm-hmm. so sanctuary for business, sanctuary for um, for. Uh, what was it? Health mandates. Mm-hmm. The Kenai Peninsula Borough, Alaska, or Kenai, I think it is, Peninsula Borough, Alaska, they passed a resolution basically saying that you cannot be forced to take a COVID vaccine if you don't want to. So I'm, I'm calling it a vaccine, uh, COVID vaccine sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't actually call it that, but that's what I'm calling it. Um, you see, uh, what was it? Baraga County, Michigan, and um, Delta County, Michigan just passed uh, what are, are being termed COVID-19 sanctuary um, resolutions. I think one of them was just a manifesto. They actually called it a manifesto, which I don't know if that's a good term for it, but hey, that's what they called it. And then also um, Monument Colorado just passed a COVID-19 sanctuary. Um, and I mean, it's it's just, it's nuts. It's blowing up. Um, oh, and sanctuaries for the unborn. That's mm-hmm. another one. There's mm-hmm. two counties, I believe in Texas and 17 cities in Texas that have passed um, sanctuaries um, for the unborn as well as a county now in, in Florida, I think Santa Rosa County. Um, and so they're taking these uh, sanctuaries and they're they're uh, like adapting them mm-hmm. to different topics, different issues uh, of importance to conservatives. And so um, that's my goal is to continue pushing this movement. Um, I do this in my spare time. I mean, I have a job, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sanctuarycounties.com is not my job. Uh, and so, um, you know, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get the word out there and get people back into this, because um, what I remember was back in like 2019, we had you know, we were rolling thousands deep to these meetings and we were telling them what we wanted. And I'm like, now we're in COVID and, you know, it's even worse. And, and, and you're meekly wearing your mask into the supermarket. No, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't expect anybody my, you know, I, I don't expect anybody else to do it. Um, and then the one other thing that I wanted to say um, is. And one of those um, links that you shared, it said uh, it may just be some uh, a symbolic gesture, but it's a it's it's a pretty damn big one. Um, the thing about that is the reason that I called it that is because I've watched probably a hundred, maybe more of these county boardroom meetings, and mind you, they are pretty boring. 
Uh, I'm doing the hard work for you guys. Trust me, you don't want to watch them. Um, but yeah, but and, it's and how these guys getting... get over on us and do a lot of stuff to us locally because we don't want to watch the sausage getting made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah right. And plus we have jobs, you know, mm-hmm. um, got stuff to do, especially. And that's one of the things that was one of the sneaky things. They would start doing these if they didn't want people to show up and pressure them. They would do them during the day when everybody's at work. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Right. I remember them doing sneaky stuff. But anyway. Um, I've been watching these things and when they're doing the debate, cause they'll debate these resolutions and, you know, they'll have public comments and then they'll start debating it between the uh, commissioners or supervisors, whatever they call them in your, in your municipality. Um, they will debate these. And one of the, one of the main things that they constantly say is, uh, well, it's just a symbolic gesture. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just more, it's like a proclamation of support. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big deal. It doesn't have any teeth. Mm-hmm. And my argument to that is, well, if liberals can have a sanctuary city for illegal immigrants, mm-hmm. mind you, you know, I'm a child of an illegal immigrant. I mm-hmm. don't want to get too much into that, but I am an American citizen. Mm-hmm. I served in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if they can have sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants, if they can have um, cities where they just don't follow federal drug laws, if they can have that and have it stick, if it has teeth in their counties and their cities, why the hell does it not stick why the hell does it not have teeth in our counties? It should. And I'm sick of I'm, yeah, sick of that argument. I'm sick of it. And um, if 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 it doesn't have teeth, if it's not going to stick, then damn it, get back in there and pass something that does. So if you're in a two-way sanctuary resolution county, if you're in a county that has a resolution and they, and they say that it doesn't have any teeth, well, get back in there and pass an ordinance. Um, pass something that that has some teeth because they don't have a problem with it. They don't have a problem doing that, mm-hmm. and they will stand behind it. And they will they will hide them illegal immigrants from yeah. any federal officers trying to. Yeah, uh, they don't just uh, pass this stuff. They actively uh, mm-hmm. enforce what they're passing. And what I mean by that is by you know like what you're saying right now. They you know they refuse to cooperate with with ICE. And they do all kinds of different things. And we have to do the same thing. Um, I see that there are some people. I don't know if they're trolling us or not. If you're trolling us, welcome. We appreciate all of that. Uh, smash the thumbs ups right now. Let's see. We got, we've got a lot of people here. If we get like 34 thumbs ups right now, we could 36, we'll get to 100. But guess what? I would love to see 100 thumbs downs also. Go ahead and do what you want to do. But people want to know like, hey, what are we actually doing about this stuff? So one, we're here and we're talking to people, helping people keep their spirits up instead of getting like the reason why you see, for example, a lot of people going around trolling people. They're trying to incite us to do things so we can set our own selves up. Right. The reason why they're doing that is to take our voice away. The reason why they want to take our voice away is so that we don't form a community. We're here to form a community and talk to folks and then also keep them aware of all this information. There's people out there like Noah at Sanctuary Counties fighting for this stuff and putting his time into it. And it's one of the things that we could do. And a lot of this um, with all of this stuff going on, we could fight a lot of this at home Mm -hmm. locally. Mm -hmm. We can create these counties, make sure that there's people in place and they're actively pushing back on this so these guys could do whatever nonsense they want we, we could be able to insulate ourselves locally from them and then they could just burn themselves down or eat themselves alive or whatever it is they're going to do and then we'll, we'll just pick up the pieces that's the best way to fight your enemy right you don't fight yeah. them head on and you don't let them like someone was talking about the art of war right sun tzu you don't you, there's no it's not necessary to do that you know 
So that's what we're doing here, and Sanctuary Counties is a resource, and that's why I've asked him to come on, and you guys can support him. You can look up and see if your counties are there. You can help get your county there if it's not there. Um, I think you're saying that there's states going into this now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I totally forgot about that. Um, yes, I, I um, think I – well, I, I didn't share the link. You can you can Bing it. Don't Google it no more. Um, but and now I got to go to DuckDuckGo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you DuckDuckGo it. I wish yeah. they had a shorter name, you know? That's so long. Yeah. Too many uh, syllables. But, what is it? D-D-G? Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Was that – oh, that's a destroyer, guided missile destroyer, DDG. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> – uh, yeah, the, I I think Texas is talking about um, passing a two-way sanctuary state mm-hmm. um, legislation. Also, um, it's been a while, though I haven't heard uh, about it, uh, any updates on it uh, recently, but Tennessee was, was looking to pass a two-way sanctuary um, resolution. I guess it passed our house, and that's where that's the last I saw of it. Um, but I was recently con- contacted by somebody um, who's working with the state legislature in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And they are asking me for, um, they were asking me for if I had examples of any kind of uh, laws or ordinances or, you know, resolutions from place, from other uh, states. And so I gave them, I have them on my website. And I, and I also um, linked, to, linked them to the uh, Tennessee one. And mm-hmm. also um, I sent them the link to my resolutions page. Um, mm-hmm. So it's uh, sanctuary.com, sanctuarycounties.com slash resolutions. Yeah. And I sent them all that. So, and I asked them if it's okay if I yeah. could. Uh, You're also on Wikipedia. That. Well, or say second amendment sanctuaries is something on Wikipedia and there's a it map is. there. Is that your map that's on Wikipedia or? Uh, no, that map is woefully out of date. Um, okay. I have spoken to the people who were managing that and mm-hmm. fun fact, um, there was some, if you look in the histories, I don't know if you look in, in if you ever check out the history, but mm-hmm. there was some liberal like uh, professor, um, like, I don't know, anti-gun professor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he completely gutted that page. Okay. Um, like they, they were going on a, on a war in the back of Wikipedia. <laughs> Okay. And like he took out the whole thing. He was like, oh, this is just a list of links. This is not like worthy of being on Wikipedia. And I'm okay. like, okay. Um, but but that's not – I'm not updating that. But I will say if you look in the citations, they cited my website like probably 150 to 200 times. Okay. Um, I don't know. But um, I'll yeah, throw up your website there again for folks who uh, – are interested in what it is it's basically and people always asking me this is sanctuarycounties.com yeah and all these articles we're talking about and all this information is up there i think there's ways that people can reach out to you right yeah contact at Mm sanctuarycounties.com um i like like i said i basically um you know this is my i do it in my spare time Mm -hmm. it's become you know my passion my Mm -hmm. mission Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i'm trying to let people know because one of the one of the worst things about it is, um, you know, we ran into this COVID nonsense and people forgot, you know, mm-hmm. they forgot they, they had things like, you know, food, uh, mm-hmm. you know, education for mm-hmm. my children, things, you know, big things to worry about. Mm-hmm. And uh, my freedoms just kind of fell on the back burner for some reason. But mm-hmm. this is happening still. It slowed down. Uh, COVID really slowed it down. But we need to get back in the fight because, I mean, we just lost like um, – two branches of the government. At least we still sort of had the Supreme Court, except they were kind of a bunch of pushovers, apparently. Yeah, but I don't, um, we, yeah I don't know if we really have them. I think they've compromised yeah. at least Roberts. No, definitely. Yeah. But, um, but and here's something that I, I tell people as well. Um, I don't really control what Donald Trump does 
I can't control what Congress does. I don't really have a whole lot of say in what my state legislature or governor does. But, you know, I can take my ass down to the county um, court and I can, you know, get in front of uh, I get up to the podium and, and tell people, you know, what I want mm-hmm. and uh, tell them, you know, that I want a demand that they support um, our rights and, you know, and bring a couple thousand people with me and have them all say the same thing. So you I talk about, you know, spheres of influence. You can't really control things at the federal level. You would like to maybe you can fire off an email to your senator. Mm-hmm. That's great. But, you know, you can actually, you know, stand in front of your board of supervisors and tell them stuff. You can do the same thing with your city council. Um, you can actually reach these people. And you know what? You can call your sheriff. You can go to his uh, to his office. Yep. You can talk to him because a lot of these places have been passing them. Uh, the sheriff's just been passing them because they are constitutional officers. They are elected officials. And, um, you know, if they want to remain elected officials, then they'll probably want to, you know, support their constituents, basically. Yeah. We are. Their and if you have a couple of thousand people, you could take over your town. You could become the mayor, mm-hmm. the sheriff. You can do all you could set it right. <laughs> yeah. You, you can get those idiots who- out of there if they're not doing the right thing. Uh, by the way, Firearms Fanatic, I, shout out to him. He wants to know if we discussed the NRA announcing bankruptcy. Yes, we did. It's in the beginning. So you'd have to scroll back. Um, and go back to that in order to uh, to uh, see that particular thing. But uh, there are you can do something. I think I agree with exactly what Noah was saying here. There are things and a lot of things that you can do to lock down where you live and the people around you and what you guys are um, uh, doing to this thing. So, I mean, if other than that, if you're ready to go rock and roll and do something, go on, go on with your bad self. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if I think and I see people out there trying to push that point. But if you're so badass, like, what are you doing over here uh, being a keyboard warrior? Exactly. <laughs> That's my point that I would make to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you know what to do, go ahead on and do it. You know, we, we're going to fight certain battles here and we could fight on certain levels here and we will do other things elsewhere. And a lot of the, they can they can cut off stuff here. They cannot stop us from talking to each other and actually communicating with each other. And that's what we're doing here. But we can do it in other places and the best places in person where you can actually do things about this. There is this feeling like everything that happens in D.C. or what's happening in the White House is everything in life. It's not. Mm. No, it's not that. Uh, let me go. Let me go to gorillas and guns here for a second. Did you did you have any comments about any of this stuff? You want to ask Noah anything here? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask him, but he kind of clarified that with the whole ordinance thing because um, it, it was the resolutions that they were saying weren't having teeth. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's the ordinance is really where it sinks in and it holds ground a lot better. Uh, I want to say, I think it was, what, New Mexico that was the very first state to declare themselves a 2A sanctuary. I think they were the ones that kind of brought the whole thing out of nowhere. Um, And I remember a couple years ago when Virginia turned and, you know, they were trying to push all this gun control and everybody in the VCDL group was like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I was like, well, why don't we do like what New Mexico did? Let's set up some 2A sanctuaries. Mm -hmm. We could do counties because I know we're not going to be able to get the whole state because there are certain areas in Virginia that just won't go that route. (laughs) 
seen that, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the first one here in Hanover to just start shoveling emails over to the sheriff, the board of supervisors, you know, and get that all going. And I just kept on announcing, you know, hey, can I get some more people in Hanover to start firing off emails and let's let's push this so we can get it. Um, you know, Hanover was kind of a shoe in for the 2A sanctuary resolution anyway, because our sheriff's very pro 2A. What was it? Eighty-five uh, percent of the board of supervisors are pro two A, so they they all voted yes. We had one no vote and one person who wasn't there. They were either sick or on vacation. I can't remember uh, what it was, but uh, um, yeah, a lot of people after that no vote came up. They went after that lady and were pushing on her like, "Hey, this this is our our county. This is our." our rights that you're talking about here, we have every right to do this. So, you know, just because you say no, doesn't mean that everybody here is behind you. You know, I'm just like, well, that, that lady just lost her job come her next Mm -hmm. election, you know? Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, especially in this County here, it's a huge two a County. Now the only ordinance we have for, for uh, gun laws or gun rules ordinances in this county is no hunting with rifles, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, they just want shotgun because it's it's kind of a there's not a, a wide enough spread area for rifle hunting. Okay. You know, they just work out stray bullets. So mm-hmm. and that's really the only ordinance we have when it comes to uh, firearms. I mean, I shoot in my backyard. Right? You know, I got no problems. I've had the sheriffs called on me before for shooting back there. They came in. They're like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" Yeah, I see you got a berm. You're being safe, you know, and then we just kind of bullshitted for a few minutes. And then they said, all right, have a good day. See ya. And we all went back to shooting. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so. OK. Um, yeah. So did you want to did you want to add something to that, Noah? Or I, I guess I, I guess Gorilla was saying that you already answered that. Yeah, well, um, just to kind of um, he was talking about ordinances a little bit. And what I would say is um you're going to get some pushback uh, from your board members uh, a bit if you try to do that. But and this is one of the reasons that I created the page. Um, we back in back when we first started, we were all in these groups and, uh, you know, people were sharing this information, but it was in a private group. And you see how every time like somebody shares a board meeting or something, it's like, hey, uh, how do I get this out of here? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to share it. Like, how do I get it out? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I built the website, because mm-hmm. I was trying to make it so you could put information in a place where people can like easily email it to their board members mm-hmm. or email it to their sheriff or their family members or their friends at the gun shop or whatever. But um, um, uh one thing I would say is if you go to the resolutions page and I should, I should honestly, I need to make an ordinances page um, there. You can, you can look through there and see all the different uh, resolutions and ordinances. I kind I tag every ordinance with the resolution tag as well, just so it shows up on one combined page. Mm-hmm. But um, one point I want to make is that if you can get a ordinance, a second amendment sanctuary ordinance passed in Oregon, like, why can't you get it passed in, in Virginia? You know, mm-hmm. right. why can't you get it passed in your neck of the woods? If they, you know, um, they, they, if they can pass ordinances all the way, you know, all across a lot of places have been passing ordinances. I can't uh, really pronounce the name of this county. I think it's Kosciusko County. It's in Indiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I actually spoke to their county um, attorney and he told me that um, he used my website as a resource to, um, to craft the, the resolution and ordinance for his county. Okay. And so they actually passed a resolution 
and then they followed it up with an ordinance and the ordinance basically accepted all the whereas clauses of the resolution and then added to that saying hey we're going to go even further we're going to reevaluate every single policy every single procedure every single um um, resolution and ordinance in our entire county code basically and make sure that none of those things infringes upon any of our constitutional rights they are now a constitutional rights sanctuary and they have an ordinance to back it up so i mean go on the website and look at type in the word ordinance and see what comes up and and get you like if you're in a 2a sanctuary resolution county you need to be a 2a sanctuary ordinance county because um one of the first things that was on biden's uh docket there is coming for your guns. So um, if you don't care that he's taking away your guns and making you a felon for having a firearm with more than 10 round magazine, well then don't do anything, you know, sit on your butt and don't get involved. But if you do want to protect your rights, then I say go on the website, it's a resource, use it and go talk to your county supervisors, your city council, your sheriff, and, and let them know that this is a thing that you want to do. Hey, let me ask you this. On your website, do you have like a I guess you would call it like a generic type letter that they people could copy and paste, kind of like the VCDL does and GOA does, because some people just aren't, you know, they aren't writers and they can't think of like the right words to put together to fire off to in an email, you know, or they might they might get a little too emotional about it and start, you know, ranting and raving or whatever. So do you have something like that up there that people can use as a, uh, a guide? I will tell you that I had the exact same idea like a day or so ago, um, but I'm glad you hit on that because that is actually, if it, what I was thinking about is, you know how VCDL, they have like a tool where you can just uh, say, hey, I live in this district and it, and it will fire off this, uh, this letter. I was like, is there a plugin for my website that I could get to do that? But if for nothing else, I think what I'll do what you said and, and create like a, a letter, a standard letter that you can at least copy and paste and it'll have some links in it. That's a really good idea and I'm gonna do that. Okay. I don't yet, but that's a thing that needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, it'd just be helpful for people because mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of people, like I said, just maybe not good writers, maybe not can't think of the right things to say or whatever. So if they have something to go by, where they, you know, you can I and insert your name here, you know, in this county, insert your county name or city name or whatever it is here, you just forward it on and yeah, helping with like links to their. Board of Supervisors, their mayors, uh, uh, sheriffs, and whatnot, so that way they can easily find a way to e send those emails as well. That would be very helpful, I think, too. Yeah. So just in case you guys have been wondering why I've been so quiet and letting other people talk for less. <laughs> no. So Check Your Six is complaining that I'm not on MeWe, and I cannot be on every single thing that pops up. But I just went and created a MeWe for you, Check Your Six. So there you go. Uh, here, I'll share it. It's Hank Strange. Boom. There you go. Uh, if anyone wants, to, if anyone's on MeWe and they want to go jump on there right now, go ahead and do it. I'm Hank Strange on there, and literally uh, no one following me or anything like that. But it's there. I got it up there. It's. I mean, really, all these things is as easy as just signing up. And then I'm just going to put that in my list of things, like I said to you guys in the beginning of this. I'm just going to copy and paste everything and put it over there. So, yeah, I mean, I know everyone's been telling me to jump on MeWe. I'm on a whole bunch of different things. And there's constantly going to be – I guarantee you right now we're going to see, like, a 100 new platforms spring up. You know, yeah. and it's actually all good. I hope there's a bunch of them. There's competition. They get better and we find one. But just bear in mind that even those places could get cut off 
and mm-hmm. you know, or or kick people off or whatever. So uh, check your six. Uh, go follow me on there. I'll follow you back or whatever. That's what I'm trying to do on all these things when people are doing that. Okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted you guys. So where <laughs> were we here? Um, I just shared a link, by the way. Okay. Um, this was uh, something that I wrote back in 2019, December 2019. It was about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and. I wanted see everything that I've done with this website is to make it so that other people could do the things that we did in our county. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, probably uh, guns and gorillas over there, um, or gorillas and guns. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember me, but I was basically asking everybody in the VCDL chat and the um, uh, Virginia for Two Way Sanctuaries uh, group. Um, I was I was like, hey, how did you do this in your county? Mm-hmm. What what steps did you take? Like how how does if I was to do this in my county? How do we go about it? Mm-hmm. And I was doing that for a reason because I wanted to write down the steps that that they took in order to become a sanctuary county. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a lot of those steps down. Um, some of them are, you know, a little harder to do now that Facebook has started deplatforming all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote those things down because I wanted it to make it like a roadmap for other people to do it. And I, I put like the titles of people that you need to uh, reach out to. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I took, um, you know. Like, like talk to your sheriff, talk to your county attorney. Like you can take a, you know, a resolution to your county attorney and see if they'll actually, um, you know, like run with it. Um, you can, you can talk to your sheriff. Like sheriff is a great place to start. Our sheriff was totally on board. He actually spoke at the, at the board meeting and he's like, yeah, they ain't taking your guns in our county. They had sheriffs in, I believe, Culpeper County. Uh, I think it was Culpeper. It was like, you know what, if, if they do this, I'm basically deputizing all y'all <laughs> and you're keeping your guns. That's, that's how this is going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually started it. He was like putting the call out for people to like start vetting candidates to be deputized. Like, you don't want crazies running around deputized, but, um, but he's like, yeah, um, well, that will, that's what we'll do in, in Tazewell County. Uh, they, they freaking, you know, they basically passed a resolution and they called for a militia over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. They're not messing around. I think that's another thing that people don't understand is like these guys, like I was there at the board meetings and, during the public's public uh, comments um, portion of the meeting, and these guys are not messing around. Um, so right. some of them old Virginia boys, they do not play. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, Gorillas and Guns. Yeah, I remember showing up for the board meeting here in uh, Hanover. Our sheriff was here as well. He made a big speech. Uh, you know, and and there I got there early, and I couldn't even get in the building. Right. The people were already packed in there. They're like, yeah, there's no room in there. The They weren't letting any more people in. Um, but there was a lot of people there. I was very proud to see all those people show up uh, in, in support of it. And, um, you know, it, 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 it was very overwhelming to see this at first and think, well, wow, you know, we got something going here. Right. This is good. You know, it's really good. And, you know, and hopefully – and it did. It started to spread like wildfire after the first handful of counties uh, did it. You know, mm-hmm. got 90 percent of Virginia now to uh, a mm-hmm. sanctuary counties. A lot a lot of them are now ordinances because they went back after it after the whole like he was talking about. They were saying, oh, resolutions don't hold teeth or whatever. So a lot of people went back and uh, voted to become ordinances um, here in my county. I I didn't really follow up too much with it, but um, because the sheriff and most most of the board of supervisors, all of them are really pro 2A, they were like, yeah, we don't need an ordinance because we're just going to follow along with the resolution anyway mm-hmm. because we don't believe 
that your rights should be infringed upon. So, um, but I, I think, you know, within the coming months, I think maybe I'll start firing off some emails here to get them to create that ordinance because of the upcoming uh, uh, federal level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we want to uh, spend a lot of time getting back up on it. Real quick, I'm going to, uh, Heather Strop wants to know if I'm on Gab. I am on Gab. Um, I really haven't put up things there yet. I know it's tough because everyone's going on there and it's not officially an app and all that, but I am on it. And as they get that developed, uh, I'll start putting more stuff up on there. So, um, yeah, we do need to get back. I mean, at some point here, like we're talking about doing all this stuff and and you were talking about how COVID kind of cut it short. Now, obviously, these guys magically in places like New York and you're going to see California soon, like, oh, we don't really need all these COVID restrictions anymore. No, No, you know, so, yeah, it's it's time to get back out there and and um, actually start meeting with each other. I think that's going to become really, really important. And I'm trying to make steps um, you know, to, to make sure that I can get out there and actually meet with people and even just be moving around more and doing more stuff. So, um, I would say that, um, not to cut you Mm -hmm. off, but, um, the, um, gorillas and guns was mentioning this Mm -hmm. earlier. Um, I think especially like, as he was saying, you know, the County was basically, you know, the, the leadership was saying, Oh, we're not, we're not going to do any of those things that they're talking about anyway. Mm-hmm. So we'll just, you know, we're fine with the resolution. And I think to me, and, I, and I've written this before on my website, um, that, that there's a bit of a complacency issue there, because if you just assume that you're going to be fine and that, you know, it can never happen to you. Um, and that, you know, no, we're, we're good. We're good. Uh, conservatives around here. We love our, our second amendment. Um, you know, you, you get this uh, sense of uh, complacency and then next thing you know, they do something like what they did and Virginia, like, I feel like we got caught with our pants down. Like nobody ever thought it would happen. Like, you know, didn't, wasn't like the NRA over there, you know, what, why are they, ha- why is this happening in Virginia? It doesn't make any sense. And so that's another reason why, um, in states that like, um, like Alaska, um, you know, what are you going to do? But like, um, there's states that have passed these, um, laws at the state level. Mm-hmm. I still think, I still think there's value in passing it at your County level as well. Not only because you, um, you are basically showing. So for example, um, in Virginia, we, as he was mentioning, we're over 90% now of the counties, uh, in Virginia are now second amendment sanctuaries. And that is kind of a, a big, you know, red flag to the, um, uh, the Democrats that are trying to push these gun laws, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, wait a second. You know, there's some houses that we might not want to lose. It looks like there's a lot of support for these, uh, you know, for not for not putting these gun laws in. So there's um, it's kind of a way to show the people in the state legislature that, hey, we're not messing around. We don't want that here. And then another reason that, um, you know, another reason or another thing that to keep in mind here is that. Um, especially as we're moving into things like uh, constitutional sanctuaries or an- anti-COVID-19 lockdown sanctuaries and things of that sort. Um, one of the things that were that have been threatened in the past is we're good, we're going to take away your funding. You know, maybe that road project that you're that you're um, wanting to do next fiscal, uh, we're going to cut that. You, you know, if you don't uh, bow down to our to our demands at the state level, and that's where I think we need to have more counties. Uh, involved. We need everybody to go in. Like where we go one, we go all, so they say. Um, because if you got that one county, like right now, Campbell County, Virginia, who's the only one that I know of that has passed a First Amendment sanctuary in defiance of
of Governor Northam's lockdown orders. Mm -hmm. If you let that one county dangle with his ass in the breeze out there by himself, um, that one county is susceptible to being crushed because, you know, you're just that that outlier. You're that nail that's sticking out and you're going to get hammered, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're all doing it, well, what are you going to not fund the entire state? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're going to do? No, I don't think you're going to do that. So, and in Virginia, like when we went two way, uh, we went, we went nuts. We went fast. And so we like, it's like, what are you going to do? We can't, we can't, you know, hammer all of them. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so I think like if, if you got somebody leading the charge, you need to get behind them and you need to, you need to follow in their footsteps and really get with it. Yeah. I could tell you one thing, man. I think you're really, uh, pushing, uh, button on a lot of folks out there. I noticed we've got like extra trolls in here, <laughs> you know, uh, which is awesome. I think that's awesome. I would like everyone out there right now that's with us to smash the thumbs ups. You know, uh, that's for the trolls. The trolls, you can hit the thumbs downs. It's all good, man. We appreciate it. It all does. You know, we enjoy you guys coming in here. You're helping us out with the algorithm. Uh, and I know that there are folks also coming in here and uh, finding us and enjoying the conversation and getting the info. We're talking to Gorillas and Guns, um, and we're also talking to uh, Noah of 2A Sanctuaries. I'm going to take a, a, a second here just to point you guys in these guys' directions. So if you, um, if you go here, I'll, I'll share my screen. If you want to support Gorillas and Guns, and I encourage you to do that, uh, here's his YouTube channel, right? That's the best way, right, G&G? Yeah, yeah, YouTube, uh, Patreon. Uh, there you go. There's yeah, there you go. So, Gorillas and Guns. There's the YouTube and uh, lots of cool videos going on up there. He's in Virginia. He's fighting all the time in Virginia, along with the other folks there for the Second Amendment, for the Constitution. What's your Patreon? Uh, it's uh, Patreon.com backslash Gorillas Guns, mm -hmm. something like that. Okay. All right. Cool. And, and then for you, Noah, what's the best place for people to go to? I'm assuming it's the .com, and I'll put that mm -hmm. up. But what else can they do to support you out there? So there, um, there is a um, link on our page that um, it's like donate or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And there just should be some links on the sidebar to our mm -hmm. Patreon. Okay. Um, so uh, that's the, basically the best way. But to me, just so you know um, – I, I'm not doing this for money. You know, mm -hmm. I make a decent amount of money as it is. Um, and as far as, you know, there's some ads on the page, but that, you know, I don't know if you know about uh, web advertising, but I'm making like maybe a dollar, you know, right, right. <laughs> ads. Yeah, I make a couple of cents on my dot com. What else? Yeah. The, I, Google is always that. citing me for some violation. That's what I, the, I, yeah, that's I, what I, I see do. most of the time. Yeah. I was hoping to just at first, like I felt icky, you know, putting uh, putting ads on it because I didn't want people to think that I'm trying to, you know, make money off of this because mm -hmm. I'm not. Um, but I was like, well, maybe this could help me, you know, pay for better servers, you know, pay for um, maybe get somebody to help me with some graphic design yeah. or something like that. So so I put those on there. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, but as far as the Patreon, I mean, I got a couple of different levels if you want to put that on there. Um, and uh yeah, that's, that's about I it. I don't think yeah. anyone should feel bad. I don't think you should feel bad. I don't think that Gorillas and Guns or even myself. Look, at the end of the day, what we're doing here, we could do other things. We could put our time and our energy in other directions and make a lot of money and then not mm -hmm. be harassed, not be bothered, not go through all the things that people have to go through. It, it helps when people are out there supporting you, right? And when you have to sit there every day as a human being and think, okay, uh, what am I going to do here? Am I going to do this even though it's a lot tougher? Or am I just going to go for the money? And I think there are folks out there who 
understand and appreciate that, and then they want to de- they decide that they want to support you so that you can keep doing what you're doing. Because a lot of people are just going to their to their jobs every day. So for the trolls mm-hmm. out there, or for the people like, oh, what are you gonna do? My answer to you is, if you're getting up every day and going to work, well then, you know, you ask yourself that question. Look in the mirror. If you're in your mom's basement, <laughs> smashing on the keyboards or whatever, uh, same thing. <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, I appreciate that you guys are doing it, that you're specifically doing a Second Amendment, uh, these, the Sanctuary Counties thing. And I think it helps for people to help fund it. Things, you know, th- like if we're going to really just be stuck here and not able to fund these things, we're never going to get over the bump uh, or the hill or the mountain of these guys that have billions of dollars to pour into the other side of this equation. Mm. Yeah. That's what happened um, with our elections. I think a lot of it was, uh, you know, Bloomberg money pouring into these local races. And it's like, how do you compete with somebody who has two million dollars in funding from like Moms and Man or whatever, mm-hmm. um, every town or. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, we got to. I basically I'm fighting back with my free time and my you know, my knowledge. Um, like you know, I, I built the website myself. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just a thing I know how to do, so I decided to do it. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I I should work harder on the Patreon. I don't, I don't really uh, I haven't really looked at it. Yeah, for a while, but I'm but. just saying, don't feel guilty. I don't think there should yeah. be a guilt equation for people, not you, or not for someone like Gorillas and Guns who's out there trying to make an effort to help folks out with what he's doing, right? I don't think there should be a a guilt equation involved here when you're doing it. But I understand where it comes from, right? We all go through that. Just remember, everyone makes a choice of what they're going to do with their time. We all, this is the powerful thing about the world. Regardless of how wealthy you were born, where you are, all of that kind of stuff, male, female, whatever, right? We all have the same amount of time within that time. Now, some of us have been here longer. Some of us are not going to be here that much longer. All those kinds of things differ. But in any given 24 hours, any human being that's alive has 24 hours to do stuff with it. Okay, it's what people choose to do out of that. Uh, Looks like you want to say something here. Yeah, I'm just reading some of the comments in the side chat. And James O'Brien says he likes the GOA better, but still doesn't think they're strong enough. Well, if you want to make the GOA stronger... Talk to everybody you know that's that's a gun owner. You know, introduce them to the GOA. You know, show them what they're doing. Show them that are actually doing things, and you know, tell them how to become a member. It's not very expensive to become a member of the GOA, mm-hmm. and you don't have to constantly shovel money their way. Just become a member once. Every every little bit helps. You know, um, Hank, I'm sure has a link to the GOA, uh, mm-hmm. a partner link. I have a partner link to the GOA. Mm-hmm. You know, spread the word. That's how you yeah. can make this. It's in our description. I'm also a lifetime member. Yep. So, right. um, you know, and I try to do as much as I could do to help them. Let's understand this about GOA specifically. They don't have a lot of money. No. So this is where the strength comes from. But also yeah. trust. The NRA has more money. And I saw that James said that he doesn't like NRA. And I agree with him. But the problem is, is that there's five million folks out there giving the NRA money still. okay? and so they really have the strength. Whether we like this or not, the way to fight back with things starts with money. That's the conversation we were just having. Right. So GOA can't do that unless they can get the money out there to do it. But I know that they're out there. They're trying. They're working their hardest with the resources that they have. You know, they had people on the ground in Georgia. 
going door to door, knocking on doors and trying to get things out there. And, you know, we did what we can do in our part to help out. A big part of this whole debacle in Georgia is that there just wasn't money on this side to fight to fight back against these guys. And then there was also apathy um, on this side in terms of people getting out there, even in Georgia. That you know there was apathy on that, but there were folks out there doing what they could do to this. We can't do this alone, and we can't do this unfunded. You know, we can't do it without spending money. You know, it's just what it takes. It's the same conversation that we're having um, about the platforms out there. How are people gonna gonna have an alternative without the money? Yep. See, right now their strength comes in from them putting in the work because they definitely put in the work. Uh, and they're not shy about putting in the work, and and they like putting in the work. But not enough people know about the Gun Owners of America, the GOA. So if you know about them, you remember, spread the word. Get other people on board. That's, that's where it's really going to help. Yeah. Because like I said, those little dollars that you give them every year, that stuff all adds up mm-hmm. and goes towards the work that they are putting in. Uh, and it will help them with that work and make it a little bit easier for them to do what they're trying to do. Yeah. And if we're fighting, I, I know like James is saying he does that. And I, uh, you know, and I'm sure that he does. I see Richard Maunder who's in England is a lifetime member and he joined FPC. He says, um, you know, uh, but he says, uh, something happened with FPC. They changed their website. He can no longer join them from the UK. But there's people all over the world interested in this. There's people that listen to this podcast or watch it from all over the world because people are concerned. I think, look, I think there's a lot of people in other countries trying to figure out how to speak English, and I'm not knocking that. I, I, I'm an immigrant myself, as was discussed earlier. But I think there are a lot of people around the world looking at what's happening here because we are the last man standing right. in America when it comes to to this kind of freedom. I don't think it's 100% freedom. And we are we are quickly bleeding out with all the different paper cuts. Um, but people are looking at this to see what direction, what directions things go here. And ultimately, there's lots of ways to fight back and we have to fight back on all levels. They defeat us if they defeat us in the mind. You know, this is not the end of the story. We've been here before. We've gone through these things before. We just have to keep up our stamina when it comes to uh, fight back this stuff. So... I think um, gorillas and guns uh, and I both saw um, one of the, one of the cool things about what happened in Virginia is what we saw we saw what can happen at a grassroots level, mm-hmm. um, right. and it's like it's like guys we're not out of we're not out of ways to fight back yet mm-hmm. we're not um, I mean I know like some people want to you know grab their guns and, and go get at it but it's like I don't know if we're entirely there yet man there's still there's still things we can do and especially like um, you know when you when you see how many thousands of people we turned out at these meetings like. That, that's that's organization that's like you know you can you can do stuff mm-hmm. like at with that with that amount of people and i think that you know it's it's something i mean if you got a better plan go ahead and try it but uh, this is something that i've seen work in virginia and i've seen it work elsewhere i've seen it spread across one third of the counties in this country and i'm like you know why not why not try it before you you know throw up your hands and say you know all is lost mm-hmm. uh, you know i don't think it's time to like you know to retreat and to give up. I think, you know, we still have, we still have avenues that we can follow. Um, another thing that I wanted to say is, um, as far as people, if they wanted to, uh, donate, um, I, I'm willing to accept donations of time. Um, if you have skills, 
uh, and you want to help, um, because like, just so you know, I do, I'm like doing all my own research. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm tracking down these things on like on the Google machine. Um, and then also like, uh, if I find out, um, about a new County that has passed a resolution, I don't know if you've seen any of the articles on my website, but we try to get copies of every single resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because of what one of my main goals is to show people, this is what they did in this County. This is what they did in this city and take it, steal it, take their language, throw your County's name in there and, and run it up the chain. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why start from scratch? So we got hundreds, hundreds of resolutions on the website. And so if, if anybody is willing to donate some time doing some research, if anybody's willing to donate some time doing some, you know, web management, like it's a WordPress, the website's on WordPress. It's very simple. Um, or if you do some graphic design, one of the most searched for things on my website is, um, sanctuary County maps. Mm-hmm. Um, they like, they're looking for their state maps. They want to see every single County that's done. Um, and so if anybody knows how to use, uh, you know, photo editing software and you want to submit state maps, I can give you the data. I just need somebody to put it in a nice map, but I could publish it. Cool. Um, so if anybody wants to do that kind of stuff, just, uh, contact at sanctuarycounties.com. Uh, feel free. I've got it. We've got a discord. I'll invite you and you can help out. Yeah. So, uh, just make sure they're not ops, man. There's lots of ops yeah. out there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Crazy. You don't want, yeah. You yeah, don't want to get those people who like, you know, schmooze with you just to get on there and then press the, the nuke button on it, you know? Uh, I'm not giving uh, them that <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's good. Go ahead. It's good that you're trying to get other people involved in this. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we did see here in Virginia. Uh, with the Virginia Citizens Defense League, mm-hmm. they like to get people involved. They like to get their members involved, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what grassroots is all about. Mm-hmm. It's not about an organization doing something. It's about an organization and the members doing something, mm-hmm. the people doing something together uh, to really make things happen. So um, the VCDL, I mean, I know a lot of people, even in Virginia, that have lived here their whole lives and have been gun owners who still never even heard of the VCDL, mm-hmm. which I turned them on to them. And during yeah. this whole 2A sanctuary movement, their membership exploded, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it's huge. And then they put on Lobby Day. I mean, uh, I don't know, you probably oh, saw pictures from Lobby Day last year. Oh, uh, they do it every year regardless. But last year was huge because there was, or 2019 one yeah. was huge because there was a, a big deal going on here in Virginia with us losing our or possibly losing our gun rights. So, um, you know, and with everything happening now, um, we've kind of been blocked. The VCDL's kind of been blocked a little bit, but mm-hmm. they've they counterattack. They move and counter move, which is really nice. Do you guys have uh, each other's just numbers? Can you guys just text each other and organize do it old school? Yeah, well, see, they they do a lot of stuff through email mm-hmm. and um, uh, their their website because they do have a pretty nice website. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have uh, other channels of communication, mm-hmm. but they make sure that they communicate with people. Like, I probably get five or six emails from the VCDL a day about everything that's going on with in Virginia. Uh, they even put some national news in there if uh, it it you know coincides with a lot of things mm-hmm. that are happening. Um, you know, and this year they've organized uh, since since these anti-gun groups have kind of blocked them from taking their usual path for Lobby Day. They've organized a new way to do it, like the Rolling Thunder idea. Mm-hmm. They've taken that and they've they've 
put that in to make that lobby day. So that way we can all abide by, I guess, you know, the COVID restrictions and everything else. People will be in their vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I say, I put one over in, the, okay. in our chat here, the bus. Mm-hmm. That is a bus that um, they've gotten ready for lobby day, which is this Monday coming up. Uh, that's going to be part of You want of the, me to share the, that? Yeah, yeah, if you want so yeah. people can see it. This is how they. This is how they're getting the word out there, you know. And it's an effective tool because right now this is a huge rolling billboard in support of two A rights here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not just in support of two A rights in Virginia because if we can keep our two A rights on the local level, that will make it a lot easier to help us keep it on the federal level as well. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I'm not sure why it didn't. Uh, why that link doesn't go to where it needs to. Uh, hmm. Let me let me check this out it's again. Just maybe. a picture. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's just a, a picture that you threw up there. But I am, I am, yeah, uh, yeah I am sharing uh, or trying to share that with folks out there. Go to Virginia Citizens Defense League. That's the thing to do. Go there, and um, you know, you could probably find all this information. Uh, do those guys want to come on the show or something? If that helps. I'm down with that. We can get them on the show. You know, if we could do something to help out with that as well, I think I'll be happy to do that. Right. So yeah, yeah just, I can, uh, oh sorry, just so you, um, so everybody knows, there's uh, BCDL is not the only uh, CDL out there. Right. Um, I've run into another. It, it wasn't until I got involved with this that I'd ever heard even heard of VCDL. And then I'm like on, I'm on uh, Facebook and I was looking for other states to support, like to help get, you know, mm-hmm. their county's information on what they're passing. And I'm like, Oh, Arizona citizens. Defense. I was like searching for citizens defense league. So mm-hmm. I would, if you, if you can take a look maybe on Facebook or maybe in bing.com or maybe this is something, I know you already have a bunch of stuff to do, but maybe this is another tab you could put on your website, like how to get all the, the citizens defense league set up around the country. I know, yeah. I know it's extra work. I hope you find someone willing to do that. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, Brian Quick says Pete Brownell is on Tucker Carlson right now. Cool. Hopefully I'll be able to check that out here a little later. Night Train asked this question. He said, is there a chance of creating a sanctuary county in the deep blue state of Delaware? Um, no. He's you can try. Sorry. Huh? <laughs> well, I would say that um, – if you can't get it at the county level, maybe try your local, try your city. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I shared in the chat. Um, I'm not sure if uh, you put it up yet, but um, the oh yeah, you did. I think you did. Mm-hmm. But there's this there's this town uh, called Monument Monument, Colorado, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, yeah, we're not doing this COVID nineteen lockdown stuff no more. No thanks. Mm-hmm. And so they're now a COVID-19 sanctuary. <laughs> cool. And it's like, so if you can't get it at the county level, do it at the city level. And, yeah, and here's the thing. Going. See how many cities you can get. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get it. Maybe you'll let these county board members know, hey, look, you know, like, you know, this many, you know, this many percent of the cities in this county are now two A sanctuaries. And uh, maybe you ought to be on board with this. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's the best I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and good luck. <laughs> yeah. Let's do. Didn't say it was going to be easy. Right. Didn't Absolutely not. Easy. So let's do this. Right. For folks who, because uh, obviously you've been on the podcast before, and I think we went through what uh, Sanctuary Counties is. But for the folks who haven't heard of it, let's go back and explain to people like what Sanctuary Counties is. What's the mission, you know, and how can people find out about this and help you with it? Let's have that conversation here for a little while. Okay. Um, 
So like all the way back to the beginning, I was just a happy Virginian living my life uh, free of tyranny. And um, next thing you know, the Democrats took control of the all three uh, branches in um, in Virginia, um, you know, government. And they started introducing these laws like, um, you know, one of them was like, you can't have magazines with uh with 15 rounds uh that, that hold 15 rounds in them mm-hmm. and if you did you had to give them to to the state and or have them destroyed or send them to somebody out of the out of the state or you are now a felon or whatever mm-hmm. and they were doing stuff like talking about closing down ranges and um uh there you know there was just this crazy uh crazy laws also uh you know ar-15s i think they were going to make those illegal um and so anyway we we were going like we just got freaked out and um, we started searching for that's I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I don't want to be a felon, but I also don't want to lose my rights. Like that doesn't, you know, why is this even happening? Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I started searching and that's when I found on Facebook. I don't know why I decided to search on Facebook, mm-hmm. but I searched and I found the Virginia for 2A Sanctuaries Facebook group. As far as I know, it still exists. So okay. if, you're in, if you're in Virginia and you can get there, please go get there. <laughs> Um, I will say that I've seen a number of Facebook groups that are changing their names. Um, the name used to have the word gun in it and now it's, uh, like nug or freedom or something like that, (laughs) um, because they're trying to avoid lockdowns. But anyway, if the group is there, please go join it. Um, and if not, uh, hit me up on MeWe. We've created 51 groups, one for national and one for every single state. So, um, but back to the story, um, we started um, organizing in these Facebook groups. And the reason, as I said earlier, the reason that I created the website was so I could help people get the stuff, get the information that we were bringing to the, t- to the table, bringing to the group, um, help get it outside of the group because people were, the stuff was locked. And this is one of the problems with being in these walled garden platforms where you can't get information out of it and you have to share it from within the platform itself. Um, you know, there's people who have, may have a massive contact list on email, but, you know, they only have a few friends on Facebook, so they can't really share it to anybody when it's stuck in Facebook. So I was making the website as a means to provide an easy method for distribution of information about these Second Amendment sanctuary board meetings um, so that people could take that information and get people to those meetings. Um, and it freaking worked. Um, we had thousands, thousands of people show up at these meetings. Um, we people were they were registering voters. They were signing petitions. Um, it, it was amazing. VCDL was there. Um, we had all of our, and this was great for um, local Virginia politicians too. I mean, if you're if you're trying to make a name for yourself, if you got a good candidate and you think they should run for office, some kind of office, mm-hmm. um, have them show up to these meetings. This is a great place to you know get to know the people that you are hoping to you know uh, represent right. in the future. So um, there was some wonderful turnout for this stuff and. Um, at, at first, I thought it was just a Virginia thing. I didn't know anything about New Mexico. It was happening in Virginia. It was happening to me, and I wanted to get involved, and so I did. And I will say that around this time, I was listening to a lot of Mark Levin. I don't know if you guys listen to Mark Levin, but um, he would have people. He had one day he had a cut uh, a caller call up, and he was like telling telling Mark, "Hey, you got to do this. You got you know you got to do that." And Mark's like, "Excuse me, I'm speaking to millions of people right now, trying to help them. And what is it that you've done?" And, and so that's what really got me involved. I'm like, dang, what have I done, you know? Mm-hmm. Have I done anything? Because I'm just a dude in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not like special. I don't have an elected office. I don't have millions of dollars. I just, I have some skills and some time. And I decided to put them to use supporting the Second Amendment in my state and in my county. So um, that's one thing that I want people to understand is like, nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to, you know, you know, uphold your, your rights for you. Sometimes you got to do it yourself. 
Um, and so I decided to get in the fight. And so that's that's when I realized um, that I needed to join. But it also, I realized eventually that this is happening in other states. And so while I created this as just a resource for other people in Virginia, um, I, I found out that people in like Kentucky, like Kentucky was, it just went nuts in Kentucky. Like they, they took off um, and not just Kentucky, but Michigan and Georgia, Georgia was doing it, North Carolina. And so I got involved with all of their groups as well. And they would share their state maps with me. They would share their updates with me. Um, and I would publish them on the website. And so I actually had a county. I think it was a it was a sheriff. Uh, I think it was a sheriff um, or a county administrator down in um, uh, Florida. They emailed me. They're like, "Hey, how come our our county's not on your website? They're not on your map." And I'm like, "What am I the you know?" Yeah, you're the county uh, guy. My my county, <laughs> by the way, is on there now. I don't know if it was my county or not, but. Um. <laughs> But uh, I had people like thinking that I'm the the person that is responsible for doing this. And I'm like, dude, I'm just a guy in, in Virginia. Like, um, you know, I'll do it. But like, I didn't know I was, you gotta tell me these things. I don't just know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I, I put out the call for help. Like, if you know something that I don't know, tell me, and then I will know, you know? Um, I don't, I, I, cause there's some counties that, that like little, little tiny county, like don't have a whole lot of people in them and maybe the the news outlets didn't write a story about it. Mm -hmm. And so if you pass one in your, you know, little rural County, maybe I don't know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so feel free to send me this information. But, um, so when I realized it was a, um, more of a national movement, um, I, uh, you know, I kind of shifted gears to like archiving it nationally because I used to do a lot more writing stories and writing articles and being all pissed off about whatever, you know, <laughs> was going on and, uh, along with sharing information about board meetings and stuff. But then I was just like, no, we need to archive this. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it at the national level. I know Gun Rights Watch was like they had a couple of them and I even stole some of their maps at the beginning and they uh, they sent me an email and said it was OK, I guess. Um, but um, but. Uh, you know, I realized that someone needs to archive this because this is actually happening. And the thing about it was nobody knew um, that it was really happening all across the country. And so um, I saw that, like, you know, the number of people that were going to these meetings um, and I really wanted to archive it to show other people, hey, this is something that we did. You can do it, too. Mm-hmm. So that's really what got me to this point. Um and now, um, as I mentioned, we're, we're seeing that it's being, you know, adapted, used in different formats for like, uh, you know, the unborn, like um, uh, pro-life stuff, uh, business stuff, First Amendment stuff. And I'm like, hey, all of that. Why not? And the, one of the cool things about it, um, and I don't want to take up all the time left, but um, um, one of the cool things about doing something like this is you'll get to see who's not voting for it. And when somebody's not voting for these things, you know that that's a person that needs to go next time, right? You can actually organize to get that person out next time. So why not? Even if you know it's going to fail, maybe that maybe your person uh, represented themselves as some pro Second Amendment person, but when when the you know the um, when the resolution came across the board, they um, they backed out on you. And well, if that's the case, then now you know, mm-hmm. and now you can get them out. You can put put somebody in that actually represents your values. Yeah. So anyway, that's no. It's you know, a that's good thing, it. man. It's a good thing, and and that's why I wanted to ask about it. And I think I would encourage uh, if there's folks out there that are hearing this and they're interested in helping you, um, and they're serious about that, I would encourage uh, people to do that because I think you could use use that help. And I think also that. Um, 
you know, the grassroots level, the local places, there's a, there's a lot of power there that we'll find out. If we want to recall some of these people to go to what you were just saying, that starts from the grassroots. You know, those are the people. That's where you could start it. You could go, hey, we are recalling our senator, our congressperson, and you can start it from there. So I think it's really powerful for people to pay attention to this and go out and and um, and help. Um now, I'm, we've got some time left here. I do want to switch to a fun gun thing or whatever just because it's Friday. And, you know, I want the folks to, to get some cool gun stuff in their system. And I found something that I'm a massive fan of that I just shared here with everyone. So smash the thumbs ups right now. We've got about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. And we're going to talk about this. But smash those thumbs ups. Eight more of them when we get to 100. So let's do that thing. But here's what I want to go into. And hopefully you guys will check this out. Um, so this is on TFB, the firearms blog. Boom. And um, it's... Uh, I'm guessing this is TFB Gunfest talking about it. The Magpul FDP-9, the 9mm folding Glock we deserve. Now, this was a thing that Magpuls had out for a long time, right? And I was even talking about this when Control Pew was on that... I would really like to see this come back, and they, was, and they said they were working on printing it. And there's, of course, this video that everyone's seen here um, at SHOT Show back in 2008 of this, of this dude here with uh, this thing that just looks like a case or something like that with a light. And uh, you guys are going to see him flip it open here in a second and go to work. Uh, come on, dude. Flip it. Let's go. And there you go. All right, so this is an awesome thing. And uh, what this article is talking about here is that Magpul is actually teasing that they, they showed the folding Glock, which I have. That's had some issues. But there's this video that they recently put out where they're teasing that this is coming back. You know, um, so and here's some pictures and things like that of it. So this may be coming back as the FDC nine. I think they said who are they going to be working on it with? Um, I don't think. Okay, it says Zevtech, FDP9, and FDC9. And um, the, whoever wrote this article said, Rejoice, my fellow folding Glock enthusiasts, for the time is nigh upon us. Thanks to the fine people of Zev Technologies, they are resurrecting the FMG9 and making the FDP9 folding defense pistol and the FDC9 folding defense carbine. So we have that to look forward to. What do you guys think about this? Hate it? Love it? So... I mean, it's it's pretty neat, you know, and like from out of nowhere, bam, it's a gun. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but my question is now, with the way it's set up, that it has that little mm -hmm. that's what I was going race or you know, yeah. <laughs> there, how, how is that going to mm -hmm. go over if if the ATF decides to jump back on that bandwagon and right. you know start to ban pistol braces or whatever again? Or, is that going to have to be a, an AOW or SBR or you know go become an NFA item for yeah you know just whatever they want to mm -hmm. do? You know what I mean? Right, right. I think that's a good point. But remember, a lot of this has been developed probably for a year or more than a year when this wasn't like actually a thing and so now they've got to put it out and yeah it's kind of like it could be bad timing um right. and then what it comes down to i think because there's other people i think magpul has, has come out with a new uh pistol brace and all that kind of stuff as well here um yeah you're gonna have to get that approval letter from from the atf yeah. at some point and hopefully we put enough pressure on the atf to back them off of this completely i don't hold up high hopes for that Right. going forward right now um 
with the incoming Wait, administration. How, how many comments were actually made to the ATF during that whole comment period? I mean, I yes, I know they only gave us five days, but the, the comment thing was still up there even after the five days. I, I believe you can still go over there and comment right now if you want to mm -hmm. on this whole uh, issue. But I'm not sure. So, yeah, I understand the comment side of that. I'm not sure that the commenting thing is going to do much, that particular right. thing. But, but I, I see what you're saying. I think that when I say push back against it, I mean push back more vigorously against right. that, right? Like there needs to be enough pressure on Congress that they put pressure yes. on the ATF, which I think happened maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There was a number of, uh, I think, senators and congressmen that uh, wrote a letter to them or whatever. Yeah. And even if they do yeah. it, people should just not comply with that. That's my personal opinion. And then states and cities, counties, et cetera, should push back. Uh, 42 Chill said he saw 60K plus. I'm not sure of what uh, – maybe we could look it up and see what the current numbers are. I'm not telling people not to do that. I don't think that the ATF really – that was like a formality. Right. You know, and I think they changed things more – from the political pressure that they were getting. The question is, can we keep that up on them? But I think the amount of the, and that's to me, that's a small amount of comments. And mm -hmm. I think the small yeah. amount of comments kind of shows how soft the two a community has become on this, mm -hmm. how complacent kind of become, or maybe frustrated with the whole thing. Uh, because we're just thinking, Hey, well, you know, what does my comment matter? They're just going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know, what what is what does my vote count for? Because they're just going to do whatever they want anyway. Right. So is is that causing us to back off on what we're trying to do because we're just so frustrated that we think they're just going to get away with anything and it's not worth our time to even bother? Um. So, yeah, look, if you look at the number of those things that are out there in the world, at least mm -hmm. four or five million or something like that, maybe more and probably in the last uh, six months, you've got had at least another million go out there into the world, right? The companies are still selling these things. And from right. what I hear, they're going to keep selling them when they, un unless they get specific instructions from the ATF. Um, ATF technically can't actually even regulate this side of it. Um, I think we could see from this thing with Magpul teaming up with Zev. Magpul tried to put out an AR a long time ago. I don't know if people know about that. You know, uh, it was very quick, very temporary out there. And a lot of people, very few people even got their hands on them. But there are Magpul branded ARs out there. And I think a lot of gun, like folks in the gun world got their hands on them. And I think it's called the China Doll now or something like that. Very hard to get your hands on. There's actual lowers and then there's complete guns out there. But then they got out of the business. They're doing this with ZevTech because they don't want to, Magpul doesn't want to be an FFL really. And ZevTech is going to take all that on. And yes, the companies have to deal with this stuff. Um, and there are a lot of people that got it. The most effective way, though, is to put pressure on the politicians so that they put pressure on the ATF. Regardless of whether we're a minority, you know, majority type situation here, politicians can still put pressure. And then people could just go, no, we're just not going to comply with your nonsense. And we don't care what you do. And then the place, of, if you're going to fight it, is in the courts and stuff. I think ultimately mm -hmm. the ATF doesn't care. I mean, they already told Biden... Hey, we want to go after this and 90% lowers, you know, et cetera. So, um, but I see, I, 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 I saw there were a lot of people out there frustrated that folks mm -hmm. didn't go and um, sign up to that thing. And I think, 
I I understand why people just don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Of oh, I'm going to go comment here. Then what does that actually do in the well, real world? Hey, to put pressure. One of the um, issues with the and I think I heard some people talking about mm-hmm. it, but it was like, well, if I go comment about this um, this uh, was it SB Tactical Brace mm-hmm. or whatever, if I go comment on this, am I basically just telling them that I have it right? Mm-hmm. You know, like. I'm not trying to out myself by going and commenting on okay. it. Okay, um, I guess so that's, I that's like a thing too. Can, yeah. yeah, that is a thing. Take, that's up to you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a complicated situation. I know everyone's on different sides. So I'm on the side of, I'm not, I don't need to comment on their thing. They don't need to do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. and, right. and, and it's going to come down to voting for me and seeing who's voting locally and what they're doing and then pushing back and then refusing to comply with their nonsense because I want this coolness and it needs to be out yesterday. Okay. And let's say this, this is a cool thing to me. This is a cool thing. I know I'm nerdy, (laughs) right? I know I'm a nerd. I get it. But I think this is, I want, I mean, let's look at this picture again. See this guy here walking around with this. I want something that looks like a little radio or whatever. (laughs) I want that. And if it came out right now and I got my hands on it and then the ATF or whoever decides that they're going to make everything illegal. That's their plan. Mm. But if they came out and said, oh, yeah, we got no, you're not getting those back. You know, that's the that's what I think about that. And just like how we saw the video where someone called the police on that ATF agent and then he got tased. You know, I mean, you know, that's one option. <laughs> you know, that's one option. But I think it's cool. You didn't say what you thought about it, uh, Noah. Well, I liked it. I think it's really cool. I had, what I was going to say was the same thing that uh, Gorillas and Guns there said was, uh, mm-hmm. um, which brought us to this whole conversation mm-hmm. in the first place. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, he clearly put it, you know, uh, on his shoulder there. So <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm like, that's great. Can't wait for the ATF. To <laughs> um, but oh, I think it looks really cool. It's like, uh, it's also, it's sort of a off-body concealed carries, if that's a thing. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I guess it, you could put it in your pocket. Like, if you look at the other marketing stuff they have of this. This is a guy with a jacket you can put in your pocket. You know what I think? Well, so? I meant like if you if you held it, it kind of doesn't look like a gun. It just no. you're just holding. It. Yeah, <laughs> looks like like a skinny bunch box. Or yeah, I think so, man. Um, you know what they should do? They should there should be like some kind of uh, device you put on your shoulder that extends out, and then maybe <laughs> you're not actually shouldering. I don't know. I don't know if you even like something like this. I don't even know. Like, I remember just the AR pistols. Does anyone remember that back in the olden days when it was just a pistol tube? No. You, go, you don't remember that? The a, like, so, so like, an AR pistol was just a pistol tube in the back there. There was no stock or anything. That's how it used to be. And you yeah, could just no. take that tube yeah. and cheek it if you really needed. You just need multiple points of contact. You know, but everyone, I, I understand, right? Everyone just goes, oh, well, my shoulder is the best place for me to, you know. Um, but I, I have a video where I'm shooting, I believe it was a Diamondback, actually, AR pistol. And I'm just cheeking it and it feels just fine for me. So, right. you know, but for all we know, they'll ban that too. They're like, oh, no, people are cheeking it. Uh. <laughs> you know. Um, for the disabled. <laughs> Yeah, it could just get crazy. Okay, so listen, we're at 9 o'clock here. Uh, we got here really fast, which is good. Always a good sign. We're not at 100 thumbs ups. You guys need to smash those thumbs ups if you're out there right now. Smash them. 
help us Five out. Five more. Yeah, we're, we're close to there, so we're going to hold on and do this. What I'm going to do is go around here and let every let these guys tell you how you can uh, – where you can find them, how you can support them, please do go follow them, check these things out, share their stuff. When two when Sanctuary Counties, excuse me, is throwing stuff up on MeWe or wherever it is, go do it. Same thing with Gorillas and Guns, please. And I'm gonna start with Gorillas and Guns. Tell the folks how they could support you. All right. Well, you can support me by obviously subscribing to me here on YouTube. Uh, find me over on Facebook on the Gorillas and Guns group. Uh, which is surprising that I'm still at me and my wife were having a conversation about that the other day because this was uh, she plays Fallout 76 and there's a little group of people in there and one guy's comment was uh, about to get removed because he had the word gun in the comment so he had to change it to weapon uh, <laughs> so and she's like I don't know how your Facebook group is still up because it's gorillas and guns you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you can you can find me there. You can find me over on Patreon. Uh, you can support me at uh, BlackSwanTactical.com. Uh, I have some merchandise over there, and all the proceeds from the merchandise. Um, I don't get none of that. Uh, I could if I wanted to, but I decided to go ahead and let John Crump take that to help out with his niece Bella. Um, so you, by supporting me, you're supporting her, mm -hmm. uh, and her family and, and they are really in need of it right now. So mm -hmm. go find anything. There's all kinds of stuff on blackswantactical.com that you can buy. You don't have to just buy my merchandise and anything that you buy there, the proceeds go to help out Bella and her family. So, um, for me, that's supporting me as well mm -hmm. by helping to support them. Uh, and that's really about all I've got going on right now. Um, but yeah, just come check me out on YouTube. Uh, follow along. You might get some laughs. You might think I'm stupid. Who knows? I don't care. I'm just having fun. Absolutely. Just keep having fun, man. And guess what? It depends on the, uh, what platform you're on for that kind of stuff. So here on YouTube, that always becomes a thing. You know, the name, your name specifically, always. So I change it to G&G &G or something like that just to just so they don't really come down on it too, um, too hard. Let's put it that way. Too yeah. hard. We got like one more away and then we'll be at 100. OK, let's go. So one more person out there. What, oh, boom. There you yes. go. Just saw it. OK, so Noah, tell the folks out there, you know, same thing, same rundown, how they could find you, support you, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. Um sanctuarycounties.com sanctuarycounties.com that's uh that's the focal point of everything that i do um i mean you know i, I was on parlor i was on parlor uh, i was uh sanctuary counties there i'm uh on facebook it's actually sanctuary county with a y because somebody grabbed sanctuary counties and now they're selling t-shirts um <laughs> which i should i should be doing but i'm, I'm yeah. not really mm -hmm. but um but anyway, so Sanctuary County on um, Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I, I don't really follow it very much. I mean, because just like just like everybody else, I can only do I can only do so much, man. And, and I, people will talk to me um, on various platforms, and I'm like, well, you know, uh, I can't follow every single conversation. I got a day job, you know. I got kids, like you know, I got other stuff to do. Mm -hmm. But um, if you really want to get something to me, contact at sanctuarycounties.com. Contact at sanctuarycounties.com. If you know of a county that is a new sanctuary for something like uh, anything, Second Amendment, Constitution, um, you know, babies, uh, you know, unborn babies, right. uh, like I, I don't know, like whatever. They're coming up with crazy res mm -hmm. uh, sanctuary. You need a sanctuary county for combustion engines. 
<laughs> yeah, if you I don't care. Yeah. Well, if you're a more of a conservative mm-hmm. sort of a sanctuary county and I don't know about it, it's yeah. not on my website somewhere, please send it to me. Send me the resolution. I need a resolution. Um, or if you don't know where that is, I can do the research, try to find it. Just send me a link to some kind of a verification that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in order to support, um, you know, visit the website. Um, I got ads on there. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say on that. Um, and uh, also Patreon. Um, uh, I'm there if you want to chip in some dollars. And aside from that, if I ever do go uh, go the 501c3 route, I will let you guys know. And maybe you guys can send some donations my way that that way. And um, additionally, um, yeah, just, you know, send some emails if you want to help help out, like with the research, um, help make the maps or anything like that. I, I take, you know, any kind of donated time. That's, that's fine with me. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. OK, awesome. Thanks. I hope this helped. I hope that last time it helped to raise the profile. I hope this helped as well. Uh, I'm going to try to do more to help you out through this year, have you back on or if there's things that come up. I invite you to say, hey, can I come on for 10, 15, 20 minutes and talk to the folks about this thing, Uh, as well as for both of you or folks out there. If there's people running in local elections and they need some help getting off the ground, I, you know, just let's figure out a way if they're legit and you've, uh, you know, you've vetted them to know that they're not like a crazy or whatever it is and they're legit in what they're doing. I'll be happy to invite them to come on here and we'll try to help them out and get their social media numbers up or get folks in whatever state or county that they're in to get behind them and help support them. I think we just need to do more um, instead of just being like depressed and and stressed out about all of this kind of stuff. We need to get out there and do more about this. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here in a second. Um, Big thanks to Walther Arms for sponsoring us and uh, supporting us, helping us to do this. Big shout out to you guys out there as well. I hope everyone has a good Great weekend out there. Um, I'm going to go to the end and we're going to come back and get the last word. And let's see. Uh, Boom. There we go. All right, guys. Thanks for watching us. Uh, Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Ring the bell. Smash the thumbs up. Leave comments here. We're going to rip out the audio from this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you listen to your audio podcast. People around the world listening to this. Shout out to all the people around the world. I hope you're enjoying this and you're getting something out of this. Um, Who would like to leave us with the last words? I don't mind doing it. Go go ahead. Go for it then. All right. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but hey, I I built the website as a platform for um, getting involved in the sanctuary movement. And if you want to publish something about something going on in your county or your city, my website is your website. If Parler ever comes back online, my 29,000 followers are your 29,000 followers. Just send me the information. I will publish it for you and we will get the word out about what you're doing in your area. And um, that that's that's what I got. Awesome. All right, guys, we're out of here. Stay safe. We will see you next week. We're out of here. Peace.